Okay, so now we are live, you guys. Welcome, hey, everybody, hey. to week seven. What's up, everybody? Episode seven of our fantasy football theories. Oh, I'm, the 2800 one, I know who that is. I'm producer. That one's easy. Ray, and joining me today, Brian. And I'm Ken Bailey. There you go. There it Hello, is. Hello, everybody. What's up, everybody? Uh, we're getting our Welcome vocal. to week seven. I hope everybody is uh, fired up and in playoff contention, coming off big wins, right? Everybody. No playoff contention. Yes. Yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm too old, but I'm. I hope you all picked up Deion Jackson and started, you had a big started win. Deion Jackson just like I did last weekend, and they're feeling just as good as I am. Yeah, and that's what it took for you to win. Good job. Good job. It did, and sometimes that's no. what it takes, though. Oh, absolutely. And, and like I say, he was a decent pickup, but I saw him as a, a lower end option this week. I, I didn't think he we was talked be about great, this. But, I, I it, he scored. He doubled what I hoped he would yeah. score. Which, which, so which happens it's it, amazing it, yeah it does it does so yeah that was really good uh we're gonna lead off with uh so let's you should lead off the homer minute this week for sure <clears throat> all right all right so as predicted we tore up tom brady and the, and the bucks as everybody <laughs> predicted it was out <laughs> it was awesome tom, tom had no chance going to pittsburgh this weekend <laughs> <laughs> and obviously completely unexpected. Like, the defense was so tore up. Both of our stars were gone. Um, our, our our secondary was decimated. Uh, it, you lost it just, your quarterback. We lost. Yeah, your, yeah. yeah. Pickett went uh, down. The game. Pickett went down. Uh, Trubisky went in, which, you know, elicited an entire, which uh, a groan from an entire Steeler Nation. You know, just yeah. like, oh, God. And you know, what, on, you, know what, you know what was awesome, though, is that I, I felt like he played more aggressive. Yeah. No, it's I, like, I like, agree. Fuck it, they're going to bench me anyway. Absolutely, I'm going for it. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, yeah. And it's like, why didn't you do that in week one? Dude? Well, because because like, he was trying not to lose his so job. So what? And now yeah, he's but they're just gonna, trying but to. But there's yeah. a rookie, there's a rookie behind you. Yep. You like, you know, they're like they're there's a bunch of people who are pushing this guy. So just wing it, man. Go out there and let it rip. Like, why didn't he do that in week yep. one? And that's what he where, did this time. Where yeah. might you guys be if he had ju- if he just like let it go? Yeah. Like, just throw the ball to pick we'd, we'd have two more you know? wins, and, uh, yeah, he'd be our quarterback right now. He'd still be your quarterback. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah we, we didn't want to go to Yeah, because if he, if he played like he, like he did against Tampa Bay, then he would still be the starting quarterback. I completely agree. That's I, I was shocked and pleasantly surprised. Uh, absolutely loved it. And tell you what, man, it, it gives me hope for this week. Um, we still have a lot of uh, injuries going on, um, but, you know, now, now that we've actually had that game where we kind of put things together a little bit, and it was when we had our backs to the wall and when we had everybody out, it just it gives you a little. You know hope. what I, I thought the smartest thing that they did was hmm. give Chase Claypool the ball, <laughs> so we can get better trade value for him. I, I know that you know uh, you're you're still just scorned over Antonio Brown. I think like you just like you're just out on diva wide receivers for probably the next 5 to 7 years. Honestly, I don't have I don't have a and that might be true, but I, I don't have a, a problem with Claypool so much. Um just just he's one of those guys that we expected so much, you know. We expected this big leap. He's a kid. He's a kid. Just and like, like give, he's 23 it. years old. Give him some time. Yeah. Like, well, and and even the first week when when we're uh, you know, giving it the giving him the ball these end arounds and everything else, he just wasn't producing. And so he made mental mistakes. I think that was that was the thing. Yep. He made mental mistakes and he didn't handle it very well publicly. Uh, and then getting into it with your coach is like well, and that's right. And and at the end of this game, because uh, Claypool had uh, some some key catches in this one, he and, scored a touchdown to go ahead. Right. Yeah. And at the end, they were interviewing him, 
and they were talking about the touchdown. Did you see this? I did not. Oh, they're, they're talking. They're talking about the touchdown, and, and uh, you know, oh, tell us about the touchdown. That was so great. And the first thing he started is, well, I wasn't quite where I was supposed to be, but <laughs> and I was just like, oh my god. That, yep. <laughs> that, but that's good. Well, that, good, but but he, he instead of him saying, oh yeah, man, they had no shot, or oh yeah, they should have been throwing. Me. I was open all day. I don't know why he finally threw me the ball right. in. Instead, he was like, you know what? At I least there's been some humbleness. Yeah. yeah, I could have been better. Like that's such a bet. That's such an. Imp- I'm, thank you for telling me that. That is, I'm right. so glad I picked him up in Dynasty. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I would actually, like, yeah, no, Dynasty I'm still chasing him in I, Dynasty. I, like I picked him up in another place, but um, he looks awesome. Like he just yeah. when he has the ball in his hands, he looks awesome. And like I. He definitely they, has they, his moments. Maybe they asked him to do more than he was ready to do last year. but um, And that's why I, I don't know if that's mentally. I don't know if that's physically. I don't know if that's a combination of the two. But, but, that, but, but that kind of a comment right there that tells me that he's like in the right space mentally. Right. Like, and, or at least getting better. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Um, And he's dangerous, man. He's so good. With, he's he's, he's so got good. that athleticism. Yeah. That's for sure. All right. So, go yeah, ahead, man. That what was do you cool. Think? Uh, yeah. So a uh, huge win for the Cowboys last week. No, <laughs> no you know what? Um, the only moment I really want to talk about from last week was um, there's a, I think it was the the second scoring drive that Philadelphia had. They ran this play twice. They ran it to um, to the right side one time, and the, or they ran it to the to the right side or top side of the screen for the touchdown. But they also ran it to the bottom side of the screen earlier in the drive. And what they did was, um, and they were doing it all night, is they were isolating Micah Parsons. They weren't blocking him. They were just letting, like, they were making him make it. They were just, like, keying off him. Like, he'd go one way and they'd go the other. And um, they, the play was they, they lined up A.J. Brown in the backfield. And then they bring him out into the formation. And then they brought him back across the formation. Okay. And as they bring him back across the formation, he becomes Micah's responsibility. And... Um, he and both times he just completely beat Micah Parsons for you know um, for one time a big gain on third down, and the other time for a touchdown. And the second time I saw it, I was just yelling at the screen. <laughs> it's coming again! It's coming again! Right. Hit that! Right? <laughs> Hit him! Hit him! <laughs> I was I was so mad. It's funny but, how you can see that. <laughs> but they uh, and, and you know obviously he didn't and, and AJ Brown scores a touchdown but I was really impressed with how um, they turned it around uh, and how they like the Eagles have done that to everybody this year where they just like by whatever you know happenstance like and, and football is weird that way where um, they just score points in bunches and they've been doing it in the second quarter this year um, like they put up some graphic they've got a record for most points in the second quarter through six right. games so far and they scored 20 of their 26 points in the second quarter. And um, so for the Cowboys to be able to come back, to put a stop to their offense and then come back in the game with their backup quarterback, I was like, okay, this is like this. And and I think that's exactly the, right. With, with you the lose backup the turn- quarterback, yeah, you, you know lose, what I mean? You lose, they, lose, I thought they looked good. You lose the turnover battle, you know, right. uh, like that to a good team, and that's what's going to happen to you. You're going to lose the game. You guys look competitive, looked good against one of the best teams in the yeah. NFL. And they you did it with your backup. Cow- so, so, I mean, it, it was a fun time for me um, as a Cowboys fan. After a big loss, I'm used to people like the media, uh, all the talking heads and stuff like that, laughing 
you know, at the Cowboys right. and, and, you know, piling on in different, different ways. I'm one of those. And, and this was, <laughs> uh, and this didn't happen. No, I didn't agree. happen this week. Every, yeah, everybody's because they looked good because they look, because they yeah. look tough. They, 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 they look tough. They look mentally tough. That's, that's, and that's the thing I think that people have been able to pick on, um, for the at the Cowboys for the last 15, 20 years yep. is that they're a team that just doesn't always look mentally tough and they do now. They, it's that defense, brother. Yeah, I know. Oh it's God, it's it's seven eleven. It's seven eleven. Really, it's Diggs and and Michael Parsons. And mm-hmm. you saw Diggs at the end of the game. He got that unsportsmanlike mm-hmm. penalty after they scored the touchdown because he was just so mad. Like he was so mad that they yeah. scored the touchdown. You know, and I love that. And you're like, cool. I, I, yeah, <laughs> I love. Be that. mad. Yes, be, be mad. Be mad. Wait. Like you're gonna get him again. You'll yeah. see him again. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Once, and, if not twice. And that's the thing is they like. I don't. The second time they see them, I don't think Philadelphia is going to have a whole lot of you know tricks up their sleeve and like. And that one play that they ran twice on that one drive, it, did, it wasn't successful again the rest, uh, the rest of the way. So they'll have to come up with something new. And that was obviously – they obviously did catch the Cowboys um, strategically there by, you know, um, what they did with Micah Parsons. Like, okay, we're just not going to try and block him. We're not going to send two guys at him. We're going to send no guys at him. Yeah. You know, and that worked for a little while. So, well, yeah, we'll, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. So I can't wait for round two. Like, yeah, I, I no, can't, I, round two is going to be awesome. I would be excited if I were you. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, moving on to the Rams. Rams house. What's going on, everybody? Um, I felt like the Rams game was supposed to be like a get right game, and they still just like won. There was nothing really impressive about it. And we I talked about think. that too. It was yeah. like it was really hard to pick the Rams to win by ten. You know, because they just—I think they did still win by they ten. They did, but it, uh, <laughs> um, did they? What, was, yeah. was it like exactly by ten? It might have been because I, I know because like I know yeah. that I know the Panthers did score a, a defensive touchdown. And when I saw that highlight, because um, I wasn't watching the game itself, I, and I saw that highlight, I was like, "Oh my god, come on, Rams! You've got to be kidding me!" Like, Let me take a look. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah. Um, Allen Robinson scored again, right? Yeah, and so that helps me uh, with our my bet against Brian here. <laughs> oh, we won by fourteen. Okay, man, it did not. <laughs> but feel it did, like did that. Not, yeah. <laughs> it did no. not. Ten to twenty four, and it, it didn't, didn't feel like no. that at all. And it's uh, in, in a twenty four to ten game where the the team actually didn't score an offensive touchdown. Like the Panthers didn't score offensively. It was an interception oh, right. return. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, and there really shouldn't have been an interception. You know what I mean? Like. He should have took advantage of being able to just pick his shots. We got Allen Robinson involved, so at least there was some kind of, you know. Hopefully, he still was he more involved, or was he just like? Because from what I've seen, he just they get him involved at the goal line when they throw him a goal line. No, he had a he he had a I think a third down conversion to catch that he made that where. it was one of those go fight for it. He didn't break away, and and I believe that's why we picked him up so we can target him more for those go fight for the ball. Yes, fifty you know. fifty balls. They say the fifty fifty balls. And um, so that's promising. We're going into the bye week, and then we have Frisco after the whack. Um And Frisco's going up against Kansas City, so hopefully they get a pretty good beat down. Oh yeah, it's super interesting. Like the Rams are three and three, and like it could end up you know in first place after their bye. Because <laughs> the team, the teams around them lose. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, yeah. It's, and, and it's interesting that that division's really um, up for grabs for up sure. Up for grabs. Like so. San Francisco made a big move though. We haven't. We've been talking here for about fifteen minutes, and we haven't said anything was, about well, it. You know, we've been doing our Homer move or Homer minute. If yeah. we're uh, if we're ready, that's a, that's uh, a good one. One other thing, I, before we move off of that, I was like, I was super excited that um, we put people onto Ben Skoranek and 
and he came through. So anybody, oh, who, yeah. anybody who picked up Ben Skoranek last week was really happy. <laughs> How did he do? He, he scored a 15 and a half points or something like that, 16. He scored a touchdown. Nice. So, <laughs> oh, that's right. I do remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah and I, and I be... said that. I, I think I said exactly like he's, he, uh, I thought he was somebody who, who could score yeah. in the game. Yeah, he's becoming our new gadget player. Yes. He's your, like, he's a poor man's Wes Welker. Yeah. Like, cause he, we I, had Wes Welker one because time too. Cooper Cup is a bigger Wes Welker. He does all the things that Wes Welker can do, but then he does all Better. the things that like an Antonio Brown does too. So it's not the same. He's just right. like a super Wes Welker, whereas, whereas Skoranek is like like Wes Welker. He's like exactly like him. <laughs> so if you guys want to talk about the old Christian McCaffrey trade, I think <clears throat> now is a pretty good time to segue into that. Uh, yeah. So what do you think about what they gave up? Do you think they you think they gave up enough? Do you think they gave up too much? Now. Let's say it is a second, a third, a fourth, and, and a, a fifth? fifth next year. Fifth next year. The fifth is next year. So it's mm. three picks and no first rounders. So I will start off by saying that is a lot. It is a lot for, especially mm-hmm. for a running back. But man, I think they got a great deal. Like if McCaffrey stays is healthy two out of the next three years, mm-hmm. I think that that is a fantastic deal that could really has some uh, some really upside potential. Um. This week, however, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't want to start McCaffrey this week since he didn't get in until they're like. You got to be feeling, yeah. Oh, I got. I can understand the pressure to want to, but man, I would. If I had another option, I would look around. But after that, like, what do you think he's going to do the rest of this year? I think he's going to be amazing. Oh yeah, I think so too. I think it's going to be amazing. And with Garoppolo dumping to him, it's like it was meant to be. Yes, I think this. So now here's the thing: Um, the 49ers um, running backs have been frustrating because they don't catch the ball. Right. And that is just and, – and the thing that's super, super frustrating about that is that's what the Kyle Shanahan offense did until he got to San Francisco. Yeah. Is like the the running backs would catch the ball. Yep. Like Matt Ryan made a living throwing the ball to Devontae Freeman and, and uh, uh, well, Kevin when, Coleman. When Elijah Moore was in last year. He was in year, San Francisco. He, when last year, Elijah Moore, he was uh, – or not – I'm sorry, not Elijah. Uh, Mitchell. Mi- yeah, Elijah Mitchell. Eliza. That's, yeah. that's how I remember it. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, he, he was getting some catches, though, right? Wasn't he? No. The, towards the end no, of the year? No, he just scored. Like, it just felt like it. <laughs> yeah, no. Because okay. we got so, some questions um, rolling b- in. Before I, get oh, too far, before I get too far on it, the one thing I wanted to say is now you've, uh, with having a guy, adding a guy to the roster that you know his skill set is to catch the ball mm-hmm. and, like, if, like, they want to put the ball in his hand. I think that's what you're going to get. I think you're finally going to get a San Francisco running back that also catches the ball. Yeah. So just imagine that, like you've had like solid San Francisco running backs for like three or four years that put you that give you yeah. the 15 to 25 points. Now you have one that could score you 45. Yeah. Like he could legit score you 45 points on a week, and I think he might. I think he's going to have a 40 point game this year. I, if not multiple, like I, in that offense, like they, there is so they, much. Yeah, they still get to do. play. They still get to play Seattle again. They get to play Arizona <laughs> twice. Like, yeah. <laughs> like this is juicy. Yeah. We got to okay. Questions. questions. All right. Questions. All right. So, I think both of these users are new uh, to the podcast. And what first question is uh, Garoppolo or Goff this week? Garoppolo. Garoppolo. Yeah, I actually got more on that later. Uh, then uh, Jimbo Fisher wants to know trade Stevenson, Pittman, and Sutton for Mixon and St. Brown. Say that again. Okay. Trade Stevenson, Pittman, and Sutton for Mixon and St. Brown. Yes. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. You're, you're upgrading there. Stevenson uh, is a sell high. Yep. I agree with that. Damien Harris is going to be back any minute now. He literally could play this weekend. 
And uh, once that happens, like Stevenson, I think is still going to be like a guy that gets you like a 12 to 14 points, you know, because he's going to be like a better than Kareem Hunt. But, but, you know, but not much. But yeah, but he's, not much. He's in yeah. that same category yes. as Hunt. I, I agree with that yeah. completely. And so he does have value. And, uh, you know, <laughs> Sutton, gosh. You don't know what's going to happen. With he just doesn't score enough touchdowns. Pittman is the, so Pittman is the one you don't want to give up. But Amon or St. Brown is a top ten receiver, right? I, and so. I, Pittman and St. Brown, I think I'd rather have St. Brown. And then Mixon's a top ten running back. And then back. Mixon, I mean, gosh. I, yeah. I th- and Mixon's um, <laughs> the schedule for the Bengals is also uh, they're another team that has a really really soft schedule the rest of the way. So another question: um, Play CMC or? Other options, Jeff Wilson and Mostert. Uh, Mostert. I would play Mostert. Like, so, uh, uh, hold on. Let me stop. CMC, I think CMC, CMC needs CMC one game. CMC is to so write. good. I, he's so good. And I, we talked about this a little bit. Couldn't help it on the way over. But um, he's. I think that they're going to give him some amount of work. What I think it's going to be is receiving. So I think he's still going to be worth the you know 12-ish points as like a baseline. I I really can't see him not catching five or six balls in this game. The thing that I don't think he's going to get is that he's not going to get 15 carries. He might get five. They, they, well, yeah, if, they, that. if that they might, cause I, but that's so uh, what how I, many, how many receptions? I think he's going to get at least five catches in this game. Like five he, and, catches and, and, or targets. Catches. Catches. I think he'll get more than five targets. I think he'll get somewhere I, I like, like the five targets, targets. Actually. I, I like your number there. I, I, I think, think if you're saying five targets, so I would agree now with three, you. three weeks ago, I would three weeks ago I would agree with that. The San Francisco defense has softened up. The the 49ers are gonna have to throw the ball more. True. Last week, George Kittle, Debo Samuel, and Brandon Ayuk all had nine plus targets. So I, he's gonna eat into that. Like I think the person who's gonna get hurt the most is Ayuk. Um yeah. Uh, but it's gonna. I don't think it's gonna hurt Debo because Debo is just like oh, he's he's got two superstars. He, he's their playmaker. When did when did CMC arrive at San Francisco? How many practices has he got in? I think he got there the Thursday. Uh, the trade happened Thursday night. So oh, it happened Thursday night. So he got yeah. there Friday. So he so he's so he did the walkthrough on Friday, yeah. and so like, uh, here's what I think is gonna happen. I think he's gonna go out there and have um, passing plays. Like he's on pa- like passing downs. He's gonna come out yeah. and they're gonna say hey. Uh, you know, Jimmy's going to put you in this position. You're gonna, he's going to tell you who to block, and if like you don't have to block, you're going to leak out. Yeah. And I, I don't. So I don't think he's going to be running routes per se. I think he's just going to get opportunities to catch the ball. Right. And I think and and to finish off my point from earlier is that now that they have a running back that you know his skill set is to catch the ball, and he has a history of catching the ball, and he's a superstar. I think Jimmy's going to have that in his head. I really want to like. Oh, it's not there. Where's Christian? Absolutely, yeah. And so I think he's gonna he's gonna look for him. I think gonna he's, make him look good, man. I, I think <laughs> he's gonna make Jimmy look really good. So, so I, yeah. I, so I find it. So if if I would start anybody over Christian McCaffrey that was listed there, it would be Mostert. And but I wouldn't feel super confident about it. I would really much rather start Christian McCaffrey than Raheem Mostert. If I, that was my choice. I I don't I'm not I don't know if I 100 percent ask understand this question. So I'll kind of summarize the questions he's been asking. But. Um, other options he mentioned was Wilson and Mosert. Then he asked about the running back one, Mosert and Flex, and then asked, I can play both Barkley running back two. Oh, he's so he's your running back two. That's what you're saying. So um that, that's what it, that's what I'm I think I'm hearing. Yeah, yeah, and I would and I so especially with you have Bark with you having Barkley on the roster, and it's funny, I was saying that earlier this year, how many it's crazy how many rosters I have with Barkley and McCaffrey. I have like three of them. 
Wow. Um, yeah. Because Barkley was a third round pick. So, wow. and I, and McCaffrey kept slipping to me at like pick four, pick five. And so, so I, and like, none ev- of my leagues, man. Dude, <laughs> ev- so every single time I, McCaffrey was available to me, I took him. Yeah. Every single time he was available to me, I took him. So I have him in like five or six leagues because, and I only picked first once and I took Taylor. Yeah. So that was the only time that, I, and now you feel bad about that. Yeah, I do. But I was, and it's funny because I was, avo- I was kind of avoiding him, and, and there were a couple of times where he pa- got passed to me because people took Cooper Cup first, right. which was smart. Um, and I didn't take him; I took McCaffrey. But I was like, number, but number one overall, you know, I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll take Taylor. Whatever, I'll, I'll do it. I'll take the number one overall pick. Um, Anyway, um, <clears throat> I feel like we, we digress pretty far. But f- before we uh, move off of like the, the Christian McCaffrey thing and get into games, I, I wanted to say um, in my Megalobowl League, um, I told you guys about the, that trade, yep. the awesome trade. So the Megalobowl admins saw fit to go back and reverse it. Um, and Surprising. I told, and, and I, told, I, I, was yeah, really, yeah. I was surprised that they did that. Uh, and then um, I put another trade through because i was like this guy is definitely going to try it again he's going to like he wants like based on the way he was talking in the the league chat he definitely wants to sell justin jefferson so i made a trade offer to him and i traded away michael pittman kareem hunt and jerry judy i think Mm -hmm. and got back um josh jacobs and justin jefferson oh my god and I thought you were going to say just for Justin Jefferson. No. I was like, great trade. Yeah. <laughs> and the admin was okay with that. That one was okay. They were okay the with that was... one. Yeah. I was, and I'm like, okay, okay. That's weird. Like, they both seem just as bad to me. Like, both, both yeah. trades were just as bad to They're me. They're both agreed. Okay, so. Yeah. And so, hold on. So, um, anyway, um, I, that, so that was going on, right? So I, so, I made that trade. I got out of Kareem Hunt. My running backs were Christian McCaffrey and Kareem Hunt. Um. I had been looking to trade Christian McCaffrey for a while, and I finally did Thursday afternoon. I <laughs> and got back um, Dalvin Cook and Marquise Brown. It's pretty good, yeah. but Marquise Brown, you're not going to be able to use. I'm not going to be able to use him for a while, but but the, so he, so he, it gets better. It gets better, mm-hmm. right? So now um, because of the trade. Christian McCaffrey is now, he goes from being a rock solid, you know, expected top five running back start this week to being like, do we're having questions. Do I start him over Raheem Mostert? Right. You know? Yeah. <laughs> and so that's a win. That's a huge win. Right. So I get to have this running back who's just actually on a buy. So I don't have to ask that. I don't have to answer that question this week. Right. As, as somebody who was a Christian McCaffrey man, manager in this important league, I didn't have to answer the question now. Like, I, I'm just, I just have this running back on by. And it gets better. I play the manager that I traded him to in week nine. Ah. When San Francisco has cool. their real buy. Cool. Yeah. That's not bad. That's not bad. <laughs> so, <laughs> I want to get back That's to... That's how you win fantasy football, guys. Right I want to <laughs> get back get to lucky. The, I want to get back to the fantasy football, theory, um, fantasy football ballers or whatever they're called. But before I do that, I want, we do have a question coming in from Twitch. Sure. Should I start Alec Pierce or Chris Godwin? Oh, man, that's a really good problem to have, but I would start Chris Godwin. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd take uh, Godwin there. Yeah. Um, that's a, I mean, that's not a, it's funny that at face value, that seems like a easy answer, but it's really not because Tennessee has been awful 
defensively. They've given up like three consecutive 400 yard, 300 yard passers. And Matt Ryan has thrown the ball 37 or more times in all but one game this year. But they're getting Taylor back, right? Taylor, they, Taylor's that, playing this and week. That's what I would, that's so, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jonathan Taylor comes back this week. So it's like, it's, it's iffy. I, I would much rather start, start Godwin. His snap percentage was back up to about 90% last week. He, when he first came back, it was 85%. And then they ratcheted him down to under 60%. And then it was back up to 90%. And he had 12 targets. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, I like Godwin. I was definitely started Godwin. So, um, so my question to you, Ken. Um, I mean, Godwin looks awful. You should definitely trade him away. If somebody's made an offer to you in your league for Godwin, just take it, whatever it is. Wink, wink. <laughs> no, um, I'm saying that because uh, my my co-host over here, Ray, has uh, has has Chris Godwin, and I would like to have him. <laughs> he's like the only receiver uh, that's producing right now. And he's like, oh, my God. I mean, anyway, Ken's so, like, here's this trash. Can you want to trade him? <laughs> <laughs> it was something like that. It certainly felt that way. Right. Um, so wow, what a say about what thing to say about Kyron Williams? <laughs> yep, um, your future number one running back. I in was LA. like looking at everything and all that stuff. But uh, anyway. actually, super. I am excited about him. By the way, I, I yeah. We, so we mentioned him. Uh, I, I, I consider myself maybe a casual fantasy football player. Like, you know, I'm not quite like there yet. And um, you had texted us over the week about what had happened in that. In that. So can you explain a little bit of the history and what happened and why you were upset about that? I think this is oh okay. uh, a good you went in there and just you kind of started in the middle. Right. Start a little okay. bit with a little um, bit of the history and what had happened. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was I was talking about a trade that had happened, and I didn't like I didn't do a very good job of giving the the listeners here. Uh, you didn't the, frame the, it the history. So I participate in a fantasy football league called the Mega Bowl that is um, <coughs> run by the Fantasy Footballers, which is a really popular podcast. I think they're probably number one. Yeah, they are. Um, <clears throat> and uh, in this league, I. Um, I, I opened up, it's run by the sleeper app, or it's run in the sleeper app. So I open up the sleeper app on, I, I think this is probably Saturday afternoon or something like that, and I see a trade offer. And the trade offer is I am being offered Justin Jefferson, Josh Jacobs, and James Conner, and it is being requested of me that I give away Jerry Judy, Terry McLaurin, Romeo Dobbs, Naheem Hines, and I can't even remember yeah. the last last piece. So this was your trade you were getting mad about? No, I'm, no, hold on. Like I, I got offered this trade. Yeah. Uh, and so I couldn't hit accept fast enough, obviously. And as soon as I did, the league chat went wild. <laughs> people were furious. And there were people were saying stuff like, um, you're going to get booted out of the league. This, you know, yada, yada, yada. This is stupid. Trade back or, you know, whatever. Uh, how do we get other people going? How do we get, you know, someone to look at this? How do we get admins involved? Yada, yada, yada. And um, the person who was on the other side of the trade is just everything that they're saying is just like pretty much nonsense. Like, what are you guys talking about? None of you, none of you do your research. I scammed him. (laughs) 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 And then, so you fast forward about, uh, uh, I don't know. Um, 
Actually, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm this was this week. I'm sorry. I'm yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm being, being ridiculous. This was uh, this was probably like Tuesday afternoon that this happened. Um, I, I don't know why I'm thinking this last weekend. Uh, weeks are long when you have young children. Yep, agreed. Long, short, and they <laughs> they run together, and you don't know what day it is all the time. I had to remind my girlfriend that today was Friday and not Monday today. <laughs> but anyway, it's Saturday. I, I digress. <laughs> like no, um, yesterday. Yesterday. Oh, sorry. Okay. Yesterday. <laughs> um. Yeah, because I, I got home yesterday, so it was like Monday, you know, because I work I, I work out of town for two days and come back. Anyway, um, so fast forward about thirty six hours, and the admins uh, have gone in and um, made a uh, made an action where they just took all the players off of that one team and all the players off of my team and put them back on on the teams they were on before the trade. And um, if anybody out here listening uh, listens to the fantasy footballers and has listened to the fantasy footballers for a while, you know that they are very against vetoing trades. Very against vetoing trades. So I was um, I I was I was shocked that the trade got overturned, and more more than just shocked, I was like I I was a little like turned off. To, to the footballers just you know yeah. um, in and general see, because it's like I don't if you're like you're promoting this like if there if there had there had and that's the thing is I'd never met this other person I right. had no idea who they are um, and I think that they just kind of maybe like rolled a die and decide okay that's the guy I'm gonna give these guys to you know because they and they were this oh the, the other important thing to know is the league the manager of the other team is Owen the season like they, right. they've oh, lost six, all, yeah. yeah they've lost all their matchups um <clears throat> so that part of it looks bad too they're probably they probably are just giving up but i was just the random person that they chose to give this trade to you know and it wasn't like an like an a completely egregious trade is where you like you give up absolutely zero value and I didn't give up zero value. I did give up a lot. I did give up absolutely every piece of depth that I had. Right. And they were buy low players, you know, like at the beginning of the season. And that's what, that was one thing that I, I said to everybody in the chat was like, hey, look, if this trade had happened just prior to week one, no one would be batting an eye at this. Right. No one had like because we're talking about Josh Jacobs, who people had like people. No one wanted. Right. You know, he was a dead zone running back like going fifth round sixth round um and he's your cooper cup this year yeah and and james connor late second was uh, was probably uh like obviously justin jefferson is the jewel but james connor was like look at you know like a second or third round pick so we're talking about a first round pick a second or to third round pick and a, a fifth or sixth round pick versus the stuff that i gave up and i gave up Jerry Judy was a second to third, probably a third to fourth rounder. Terry McLaurin was a third, third to fourth rounder. All the guys that I gave up were like third to fourth rounders. So, anyway, it, so it would, probably wouldn't have been looked at as that bad. Definitely not something Earlier, that people. Yeah. Definitely not something that people got got that upset about. And because it wasn't, there wasn't any collusion. I just didn't see them overturning. I it. was really I, surprised they overturned that. Yeah, because when you sent that, I was surprised. Because they they talk about some really egregious trades that happen in their league of record and happen right. in other leagues and stuff like that, or they'll just they'll answer people's questions, you know, and they will always, 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 always tell people, "Sorry, no vetoes." As long know? as there's no collusion. As long as yeah. there's no collusion, that sucks, bro. Get better. Yep. You know, <laughs> and someone and that was another thing is that in this league chat one of the people in the league who has a good record 
said that, hey, look, this is supposed to just be for fun. This is like like um, if there was really truly no collusion here, like it's a really bad trade, but it should stand and it's a learning experience for the other manager. Yep. That's what it should be. <laughs> I didn't realize it was it's like your trade. I thought it was a random I, trade you saw and, and you were just calling them out. On no, like, no. And I, and I wouldn't have. And I wouldn't have said anything. Like yeah. that, and, that's the, and that's the other part of it is like I, that's what I would have looked at. Oh, was there no collusion? Okay, so that person just got offered a really awesome trade. I wish it was me. Yep. I should have tried to trade with that guy. Yes. I should, <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, Dang it. Yeah. So anyway, like, that was um, off-putting. Yeah. I'll, I'll say that. It was so really, we got that was two questions that came in. Excellent. During our story time, <clears throat> I got. Uh, we're gonna. So we're gonna. Story get time to was brought to you by Pinot Grigio. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, first question. I got Barkley, JT, Swift, Hell yeah. Walker, and Pierce, but only Jesus. CD as a top a wide receiver. receiver. Uh, Any trade suggestions could add Lazard or Sutton in a trade. Um, you could do better than that with the running backs that you have. You have yeah. five starting running backs, is what I heard, right? Yeah. What were, what were the Barkley, J- Barkley JT, JT, Swift, Trey, Walker, I would Honestly, I would trade John Taylor. I, I, because we don't know, because yeah. he hasn't, like, he, he still has that name value, and people are expecting him, like, to come back from his injury and, and be, be the man. Good and be the man. Yep. And maybe I, he will, maybe he won't. Exactly, but it doesn't but matter. You've you got, got guys it. on yeah, your team that are going to be, be the guy. Yeah, for the rest yeah, of the year. You know, Walker so is going to be a stud. It's looking like. Yeah, you keep your four running backs, and you'll have you'll be able to start three running backs uh, all year long because you'll be able to. So who who does he go after with uh, with Jonathan Taylor? I mean, is whoever he going you after? want. Like, well, right. like, well, I mean, Diggs. You, you're one. not going to get Diggs. Or you, well, that'd be perfect right now because I'd he's offer on it for Diggs. He's on high. I'd offer it for so the person. Like the person that has digs, especially in your league, if the person who has digs is in trouble and you're like offering them Jonathan Taylor this weekend, yeah. as long as you're not playing them, that's an excellent deal for you because you don't because you probably don't want to start Jonathan Taylor. Thank you. You probably don't want to start Jonathan Taylor anyway over those other guys. You probably want to wait and see right. and see what happens, because the other thing is like the Colts might not go back to giving him the ball 30 times a game. Yeah. Like Matt Ryan might continue to throw the ball 40 times a game. That's what he's been doing. And they looked pretty good last week doing it. Um, so what I'd do so, is, is I'd really be shopping. I mean, like you're going to go be able to look at a, look a look at the uh, the best receiver that you want that somebody on a vulnerable team has, somebody that really needs something, and like and go after him. Like you you'll be able to get like with your running backs. You don't have to give up JT. You can give up somebody else. But he's the, the one fact I is, I, I I agree with you there because you can get so much. You can yeah. get such a haul for him, and you don't and like and you don't need him. Yeah, you don't need him. Yeah, I, so, you're you're in a great position. Absolutely trade, and that's, so that's um, what I would do. Go, I would, so go big, go, target, go for bigger I names than what you, can, you mentioned. You can, um, so Diggs is the number one receiver in fantasy football this year. Him, him, and Cooper Cup are so. The, and it's interesting right now because Cooper Cup is also on buy. So what I was going to say is target the receivers that are on buy, the yeah. big name receivers that are on buy, and it's juicy, juicy, juicy right now because it's Diggs, Cup, and Jefferson. One, two, and three are all yep. on by right now. Let's try for so all of them. Pick the so I, that's what I would do is like send offers to all three of those guys and whoever accepts, great. And yep. Like just offer them Jonathan Taylor for like straight up. And good team, brother. Good yeah. team. Yeah. So second question coming in from DD. Oh, I'm Red. sorry. And Jamar Chase is another one. Like I think Jamar Chase is just gonna be insane. The rest but of would the year. you? But I wouldn't go JT for Jamar Chase. I think you, I would Jamar Chase and something maybe. 
No, I, I'd want to try to get something to go with it. I wouldn't try and mess that up. I would just like I would just I would just want. Uh, I think you're giving team. up too much straight across there. I, think, I don't. I disagree. I think the chase owner would also be willing to throw in more there too. I wouldn't. But, well, I would. I, I'm a uh, chase owner. I wouldn't. I'm t- so I'm telling you. Like I think uh, I like I didn't expect him to do what he did last week, but I did say that I expected him and Burrow to have a day. Like I expected him to to go home and show off. And it's funny that like I said that, and then Sunday morning Joe Burrow shows up in Jamar Chase's. National Championship oh, yeah, yeah, jersey. I that, yeah. I'm like, this is going to be awesome. Yep. So, yeah. second question: Does Eli Mitchell, when healthy, become no. a more valuable handcuff than Madison now? Uh, I don't think. Mm. That's coming in from Red Solo Cup on YouTube. I think they're about equal. I, 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 that's I, exactly I what I was going to say. I is I think they're the same but tier. Actually, they're, they're just a very valuable backup. I, there, I there's say, about six of them. Here's what I would say: And is I, now Mitchell's one of them. Eli Mitchell hasn't shown um, that. He, he will catch the ball as much as Madison will catch the ball when Madison takes over for cook. So I don't think it's exactly the same. I think once things get rolling with CMC, um, if you have to go, if like, let's say he plays four games and he gets hurt and then you go to Eli Mitchell or you go to Jeff Wilson, I think there's a drop off because they're not going to catch the ball. Like you're, you're going to see a big, there's always a drop off. Madison's a drop off. Not really. Uh, Not really. Like, uh, like, so when I, no, I, Mm, you can disagree right, if you want we're, to. We're going on a different now tangent that, now. And, and now that they wear, now that they've changed their numbers and they wear number two and number four, they're hard to tell apart. Yeah, they're really hard to tell apart. I say I, I like Madison, but it's definitely a step down from what I, I've seen. I don't. I, so the only reason I don't, I'm not saying talent wise. Obviously, it's a step down talent wise because otherwise he'd well, be, otherwise he'd be starting. I they ask him to do the same thing. They so it, the production is the like okay. Here's the here's the difference. Christian McCaffrey. With the 49ers, we expect, like I personally expect, he's going to be able to catch the ball five-plus times a game. When you get the drop-off from McCaffrey to Mitchell or Wilson or whatever, that's going to go from five to one or zero. Mm -hmm. Whereas over in Minnesota, Dalvin Cook's actually not even being asked to catch the ball anymore, first of all. And second of all, Minnesota Minnesota gives Madison the same amount of touches. They ask him to do the same things. They ask him to catch the ball. So whether so, even if he's not as efficient and he doesn't produce quite the same way, he's still going to get the same type of volume. So his ceiling is going to be higher and closer to Dalvin Cook's maximum than Jeff Wilson or um, Elijah Mitchell yeah. compared to christian mccaffrey and, like, and I, I think it's that's important that's, we're talking about mccaffrey being able to put multiple 40 point games up over the rest of the, the second half of the season there you you wouldn't even say 30 for mitchell or um oh, wilson right. yeah whereas like if we were to say oh yeah this is a smash play for dalvin cook we expect him to score 25 or 30 if dalvin was going to miss the game start madison he's going to score 20 to 25 25 to 30 points he's going to like you would still expect him to get that yeah. Okay. Well, as a Madison owner in Dynasty, I'm, I'm gonna have to disagree <laughs> he with you, brother. A, but uh, last year was rough. Yeah, just, so I like. I remember last year we all fought over Madison one week, uh, and then he completely and he complete, sucked. Yes, yeah. he completely tanked. So that's not not in I'm my just, mind. I like. I'm I'm thinking about that so, too. And anyway, very anyway. close to the same on those two. Um, yeah. If so. you had to lean one way, I would. I, I would agree, and I'd lean Madison. But honestly, I'd put him. So in the, in what the I, same I tier. think the important thing to say is is like if you've got Elijah Mitchell on your IR. Um, you and let's say you have Elijah Mitchell on your IR, and you have um, and you've been riding Jeff Wilson. I would keep Elijah Mitchell 
and I would like I would try and keep room for him and let Jeff go. Yep. Um, but I would definitely keep one. Definitely, like I wouldn't like McCaffrey is just too injury prone, and the, yeah. the Forty Niners already they, <laughs> and they, the Niners always lose. They the run backs. running backs into the ground, so yeah. like it's just a match made in heaven for an, for but, know, whoever yeah, it is. Unless you're in a really deep league uh, or or dynasty or whatever, Jeff Wilson is just kind of done yep, for you this year. Toast. That's for sure. So, all right. Were there any other questions, or bye should bye we move on to some price. games? Uh, we are done with the question, or we're caught up with the questions. All right. Well, uh, right. first, first, I just want to say thank you for the questions, guys. Like, keep them coming. So, uh, we will always try to like interrupt what we're doing and, and answer your question in oh, yeah. somewhat of a timely fashion. And uh, we definitely enjoy the questions. I think they add a lot to us. So, um, so please keep asking. So, where are we leading off today? So, <laughs> is you anybody else yeah, hearing okay. a foreign language in their headphones? Cause <laughs> yeah, I just turned on my Bluetooth, that's all. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was like, what the? In case we want to do the boxing time or the timer on these. Oh, for I sure. Do. Yeah. I, yeah. I, that, that was, I thought that was the one thing that was missing from listening to the podcast. I was like, oh. Yeah, that would have been too was... hard to like yeah. juggle with everything else I was trying to juggle that day. Uh, so, we're going to move on to the games. Uh, let's do this. So, let me see here. Let me go ahead and switch our camera view here. First game we have up is Browns versus the Ravens. The Browns are at plus six and a half with an over under of 45 and a half. Plus 230 if you're betting on the Browns, minus 275 if you're betting on the Ravens. Go ahead and go, guys. All right. Well, my division, um, I'm, I'm going to say that uh, Baltimore, I mean, minus six and a half, they're, they're, they're there for a reason. I think they're the definite favorite. Um, that's, the, you know, that's who I'm going to pick here. Uh, I will say that these divisional games tend to be very tight and they tend to be defensive. Um, I don't like this one feels like it's going to score more, but uh, just, you know, going from years past in our division, man, these things always tend to be kind of a slugfest and uh, it might be a little lower scoring than what you think. Um, Baltimore side, uh, we've got injuries there. What, what do we heard on the injuries? Is uh, Andrews playing? I'm sorry? Mandrews, is he playing? We assume so. We hope. Right. <laughs> we hope he is playing tomorrow. But we, And I, I would just assume so. Um, I, I, there hasn't really, hasn't really been a whole lot. Um, he didn't leave the game last week. So I, there, and then being three and three in a tough spot in a division game, I can't imagine he misses this game. It's too important for, for him to miss. Yeah, it's, you know, sometimes injuries are injuries. And they have, but they have too many already. Like uh, Duvernay is going to miss this game. Bateman's Bateman. back. Bateman's is back. Bateman back? Bateman's or is back. He, I thought he was still questionable. Okay. Bateman's going to play, but Duvernay's gone now. Um, J.K. Dobbins is uh, having a knee surgery. Yeah, he's, so he's, he's out for a bit. Four to six weeks. Um, so that's, that really sucks. But Gus Edwards just got activated. Gus Edwards got activated, now, but they got now Ken- he got activated because of timing, right? Kenyon Drake, yeah, he they had to. So so just throwing that out for you guys. If you happen yeah. to have Gus Edwards, I which I do, I've got him on my IR, and I, I've been you know hoping for him, and he is going to be in a good spot. I will say that in one or two weeks, dude, I, I think I'd love to have Gus. Oh Edwards. yeah, I, I, it could it could but work. This out week that way. is not going right to be the now, week. This right week it's going to be a Kenyon Drake week yeah. for sure. Uh, and I think we that's think something that uh, people would want to know there. So, um, cinnamon stardom, guys. Cleveland side, I love Cooper. I love Cooper I in don't. this matchup. What? They're, Why not? Because they're on the road. <laughs> yeah, but Baltimore secondary has been giving it up. His, his home road splits are absurd. They're like career. It's not even. It's not I, even just like a. I, I get not, you. It's not a small sample size. We're talking. He's in his ninth year now. 
and this is something that is just it, I, it's inexplicable because it happened in Oakland. Lot, well, and that's it the, happened in Dallas. Inexplicable. You know what I'm saying? But, so, it, but it keeps happening. It just keeps happening on the road. That's one to me. The, those kind of stats are things that I'm just kind of willing to to throw out there. You know what I mean? <laughs> Not me, too. especially for multiple teams. And I'm just like, come on, that can't be a real sticky stat. It is like, though. Like, and, and and you know what? It so the thing about playing on the road is that when you're on offense, it's louder. Hmm. So oh, I get that. so yeah. communication is worse. Yeah, and, and so, so I mean, that, if you're maybe, talking, so you know, Big Ben at home and Big maybe Ben that's at the road, what it is, I get though. that. Maybe he, maybe he just doesn't like. Maybe he can't hear very good, <laughs> right? And he, <laughs> Possibly, but but whatever it is, it's been consistent throughout his career that he All doesn't right. play well on the road. So I just don't start Amari Cooper on the road if I can avoid. I it. feel like we should have a bet on this one. No. No, yes. I'm not because I'm not going to bet against Amari Cooper. Yes. I like him too much. Well, yes. dude, you're, you're sitting here telling me that he's awful on the road, and I'm like, dude, he is yeah. going to have. And a good I, game. I feel, I'm, I'm not, I feel really good about bet. him this week. Huh? And you guys, do you guys think they should bet on this? I'm not betting. Against. I'm not, <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm, I'm not betting against Amari. Cooper. Did, the, did the viewers feel uh, like not? That, that they he's my guy. Bet on I like Amari Cooper. <laughs> we have two questions. We'll get to those questions between rounds. Okay. Yeah, this round's almost over here. So, I think the Browns are starting to show some cracks. Um, last week the the Patriots really made them look inept. Um, yes, they weren't able when they weren't able to run the ball and they got behind a little bit. Um, they just they're that's just not what their offense. Slimey from to Twitch do. wants they you guys to bet on it. They, <laughs> they <laughs> thank you, Slimey. <laughs> they just they they can't chase points. Um, now um, so having I just. I, I could see the same thing happening that happened to them last week. And now last week, Amari Cooper saved you with a touchdown. If Amari Cooper yeah. doesn't score that touchdown, it's a dud game. And that happened at home. That's true. Um, Against a much better defense. So um, are you picking Baltimore? Yes, I am picking Baltimore. Ray? Um, yeah, I'll be picking Baltimore. And then what okay. I was going to say is like you still want to start. So I think this is a good Kareem Hunt game because like games where the Browns get behind are good Kareem Hunt games because he catches the ball. They He's the one they yeah. ask to catch the ball more than yeah. Nick Chubb. And, of um, course, you're still starting Chubb and David with Njoku. confidence. But I think yeah, David Hunt Njoku is somebody – like, I think he's an auto-start tight end the rest of the year. He's, okay, he's, and that might be a little bit more than I'd be willing to say, doing but it, I mean, right now, yes. He looks like a monster, and he's doing it to everybody. Everybody. New England was good against tight ends like uh, yeah. going into the game last week. And he, I, I can't remember exactly what he did, but he looked really good on screen. Okay. So that's the end of the round. Uh, I guess we decided what, are we all going? Ravens? I think we're all on Ravens. Yeah. We're all on Ravens. Everyone's not, on Ravens. I'm not a lone wolf with number. I'm going to go ahead and pause the timer for our questions that we um, have coming in. All right. Um, let me look at the, uh, the timestamps so I can see where we're at here. All right. Um, Jimbo Fisher from YouTube thoughts on wall, uh, Waller added Schultz to have a backup plan. Uh, play F- Fabian Mor- Foster Moreau. Yeah, Moreau. Yeah, Foster Moreau is, is but, a really what, good What do you say was his backup plan, though? Add, Schultz. Added Schultz to have yeah, a backup plan. I wouldn't plan. do that. I would. Yeah, Schultz this week is. I wouldn't do that. I would just play Foster Moreau because he's, he's proven in spots where he just um, slots in for Darren Waller that he can be really effective. Yeah, he, he, he puts up fantasy points oh. um, when, when Waller's out and just has every time. And yeah, DFS, he's super cheap. <laughs> okay. oh, 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 I'm sorry. Did I say that? <laughs> okay. So, looking at the time stamped, I'm at 8:07. So, if you guys had a question after 8:07, just hold up. Uh, some hold on, real quick though. Um, some guys that might be available for Jimbo. 
Uh, you might want to look out and see if you can find Hayden Hurst if he's on your waiver wire. Evan Ingram if he's on your waiver wire. Hurst isn't uh, a good one this week, though. Oh, no, Ingram he's excellent. Is. Atlanta's been giving it up to tight ends. Really? I, that's yeah. not what I remember seeing. Atlanta's been giving it up to tight ends, dude. Uh, are we ready for the next question? Go for it. Um, okay, so I wasn't sure if you were done yeah, with your thought. Yeah. Um, if Andrews is out, should I pick up Noah like Fant, just pick up Hayden like Hurst, just, or Evan Ingram? If, I, I'm, I'm, I have Andrews everywhere. And if I wake up tomorrow and Andrews isn't going to play, I'm just going to pick up Isaiah Likely and play him. They like him a lot, and he's good. He was a preseason superstar. And you'd rather do that over Ingram? Yep. Okay. See, and, and I, I, I would they, because there. Because they like him that much, I think he'll just get Andrews' targets. Okay, but out of those three, what would you do? I, I would take Ingram I'm saying, there. I'm telling you, like, that's what I'm going to do. Like, yeah. if Mark Andrews, like, seriously. And, if, and likely is going to be I'm out there gonna, if I'm you want to do what, what yeah. Ken's doing. Um, like, But that wouldn't Wait, be my choice. I would kind of agree with you on this one, and I would go with uh, Evan Ingram out of those those choices. Mm-hmm. Wait, what, what did you say? Isaiah Likely. He's not on there. The, uh, no, the, he's not. But, part but of he's the, definitely I'm somebody saying, that's in like, the pool Isaiah that you like, can go get. Isaiah Likely is a rookie tight end. For the so Baltimore you're Ravens. assuming in his league that he's available. He's available in everybody's league. Okay. He's, <laughs> he's out there. <laughs> he's available. Okay, so he's like on. 1% owned, maybe. Next question from Gitz on YouTube. He wants to know that if he tells us his team, can we tell him uh, moves to make? I'm 1 to 5. Oh, 1 in 5. He's 1 in 5. Ooh. Um, so that's, go ahead and we, list your team, and we'll get we to your give team. You some general advice. And also, like, um, hit us. That's a good one to hit us up on uh, Instagram and stuff for. Like, uh, I'm Ken Against the Clock on Instagram and Mr. Goodbet on Twitter. Um, or you can find I'm Ken Bailey, and mm. you can find me on face, Facebook. And um, that that because that kind of stuff is like a longer conversation. You know, that's more probably more than one question and answer. So, uh, but yeah, absolutely. This is the, that's yeah, the kind of stuff. Put it up there. Like, we can give you some general yeah, advice. We're but telling if you people want to hit us up during the week and stuff like yeah. that. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Is like, yeah, you got a one in five team, like, and you want to. We can. There's because um, just talking about your team and putting out um, random ideas about, well, maybe you could get this guy or that guy. It'd be a lot better if we asked you questions like, okay, well, what are the other teams in your in your league? Who, do, what do they have? Right. right. And, and stuff but I, like but that. we could still give them some general advice, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. So uh, he has Dak. Saquon, KW3, Cup, Diggs, Godwin, Schultz, Mayers. KW3? Oh, Kim Walker. Yeah, Kim Walker. I'm just, yeah. Or Myers. Uh, bench is uh, Lundum, Bateman, Dutson, Dotson, I'm sorry. White, McKissick, Hollins, Otten. Ooh, it sounds like a, it's like an eight team league. It's a 12 man. Yeah, no, based on, his, based on his bench, I like his bench, his team is top heavy. Dude, it's very top. Like it's beautiful at the top. But though. the top is beautiful. Yeah, it is beautiful. Like can I cannot through, can believe you go through the starting you lost lineup again, Ray, please. Uh, Dak, Saquon, KW three, Cup, Diggs, Godwin, Schultz, Myers, and KW three just got there. So now he's he's a new good start for him. So I can see that. Um, um, your your God, receivers dude. are fantastic. Yeah, you um, just you have, but it sucks because he's got so he's one in five and he's got two receivers. His two top receivers are on bye. Ah, yeah. So, um, so that's rough. Uh, without so here, I wouldn't. They're too good to want to give them up. Like if you were going to give up, uh, like what I actually, what I'd be willing to do is trade digs or cup. Um, and I would prefer to trade cup because I just expect digs to score more. Like because the the Rams wow. are, the Rams okay. have just been struggling, you know, and the Bills are just putting it on everybody. Um. I would rather trade Cup than Diggs. That's me personally. That's probably not like 
a you know um, chalk take, but anyway, um, and I would tr- try and get someone like Jamar Chase, and maybe get them to add so that you can start him this weekend. But other than that, like your team looks solid. Your team, like your team, sounds really really good. Like your bench is your bench doesn't sound very good. Like it sounds like there's probably some people on your waiver wire that you could replace. Like, your bench, you 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 can definitely work on, yeah. and but that's something you can work on. I wouldn't, wouldn't want to be carrying McKissick. I, wouldn't I, want I to hate be carrying giving Jahan up. Dotson. Yeah. Um, those know. two for sure. Um, but and, I, and I, I tight end, it sounds such, like, like tight end such a great is, team, is hurting man. you. Gosh, man! I, if you could get through to next week, I wouldn't want to trade one of those guys. But you I have see to you be, at one and you five. Have to win. You are desperate. Yeah, God, you got to win. Uh, that's what I would do. I that's that's my off the top advice is um, Jamar Jamar Chase is going to go bananas. I think in a couple of weeks, people like you're not going to be able to get you're not going to be able to trade Cooper Cup or Diggs and get Jamar Chase. I don't. I, I don't wow. think that's I, a bold statement. And I, the reason is because people are going to because if you try it, it's it, not that Jamar Chase will become so much more valuable than either of them, but because it'll be such a lateral move. And because, uh, well, I mean, maybe because of a bye week situation. But anyway, I'm just putting that out there like that to say that Jamar Chase is, is about to go off and his value is about to increase. So, like, that would be my number one target, I think. All right, let's move on back to the games before somebody sneaks another question in there, huh? <laughs> okay, so. All righty. Up next, we have Buccaneers at the Panthers. Ooh, Panthers are going to destroy. So, <laughs> Buccaneers. Your pick are, of the week. That's your lot. <laughs> yeah. So, Buccaneers. Upset of the week. Buccaneers are at minus 13. The over-under is at 39.5. If you're betting on the Bucks, you're at minus 720. And if you're betting on the Panthers, plus 520. So... Yeah, um, Bucks are going to smash. They're definitely the the the, the pick here. Um, Carolina's hurting in every way. <laughs> they're they're a team in disarray. Yeah, for sure. Um, I I will say that Tampa's having some problems putting points on the board right now. Uh, there there's there's a little bit more pressure on Brady than they want. There's, if they don't get right, they, they've this got game, some things going right. And, and that's what I'm saying. If I'm betting, like I don't know if I'd want to take or give 13 points with Tampa. No, but uh, this is exactly that, like last week with the with the Rams, where it's like they should smash these guys, but they're not playing well enough that I want to say that they're going to. That I want to bet on them, yeah, yeah. But but I wouldn't say. But the Panthers and the Steelers are just two completely different animals. You know, the Steelers are are traditionally a tough team that like they don't they don't quit and they like they all they always fight and they and they're they find coached. a way they find yeah they find a way to be competitive, and um. So while it was an upset last week, I mean, I wasn't like, oh, the world is ending, you know? It's like, okay, yeah, the Steelers are tough. Like, I think, you know, we said this before we started broadcasting. It was like, in my, in my entire life, this, you know, you've never been able to say, oh, you're going to Pittsburgh this weekend? That's an easy win. Right. You know, I'm 37 years, 38 years old. And that just doesn't happen. And that yeah. doesn't happen. That just doesn't happen. The Steelers are just always, always, always tough. They're tough out. The Panthers are blowing it up, <laughs> and <clears throat> there's just—I mean—so we're all taking Tampa. I, it's not that right, we're just Ray? taking Tampa. It's just that I think that we're like this has got to be the game where Brady gets right, right? This has got to be the one where him and I don't, like, the weapons just go off. I, I think that Tampa might get right, but I don't think Brady gets right well, here. So just, how do you think? Just, it, only because they don't need him to. But they don't run the ball. They can't. Run, that's they can't. Run, that's been amazing. Not running the ball. 
They're worst. Last in the league. week he looked pretty good. No, they're worst in the league at running the football. All, right, He's, all of his points there. are com- <laughs> all of his points are coming off receiving. Well, I'll still take it. <laughs> yeah, but. He, you're basically starting a receiver at running back with Fournette. You're not starting I a running back, dude. Some good if you remove there. like if you remove even half of his receiving numbers, he's not startable. Wow, I, I, like I said, I, I need to look up the numbers on that before I can. I can really, no, go ahead. I, I, yeah. But I've been watching it. They can't run the football. Okay, so start them and sit them. Uh, drafts for or so. So, so, on, so I, okay, I think that the CMC trade has to help DJ more. It has to. Like they traded Robbie Anderson, they traded C, uh, CMC. There's nobody else to give the ball to. They're gonna were they gonna give the ball to Lavisca Chenault? Like so, I I think that DJ Moore has got to start producing like, and just um, from volume, I think it's going to be just from volume. Um, and then on the other side, like I, I really do think this is a get right game. Like we will see that later in my DraftKings lineup, but um, I think same here uh, Brady and his weapons are going to do it to the Panthers this weekend. I do. I do think that because what's happening with Brady, it's not that it's not Brady. Like he looks, he's looks fine. When I watch him play, he's, he looks fine. He still looks like he's ripping the ball back there. It's that he doesn't have time to get rid of the ball. So I think they'll have time this week. I don't think the Panthers are going to put much pressure on him. And I think he'll be able to tear him apart. Okay. And uh, just for clarification, he was uh, he had 21 carries. He only got 63 yards. So that's not a great uh, yards per carry. But, and that's actually a lot of carries for him. That's I think what I'm that's, saying. He is getting I, the no, rock. But, but I, think, I don't think he's been doing that all year. I think his carry numbers have been really down. But I, I, he, he's I, been good in general, I'll, I guess was my point. But I, no, I, he's I'm, been he's been you know, Leonard Fournette's been a top fantasy wise, yeah, a top yeah. running back. For That's sure. what I'm saying. Yeah, an auto start. I was just saying they're not running the ball. So when I so all I was saying is like I don't see them like getting right. Yeah, and and not being. Brady. I'm saying if Brady is gonna if this is gonna be a get right game for Brady fantasy wise, um, I think it's because that uh brady is just like out there like okay we're gonna we're gonna try this stuff we're, we're gonna you know do these passing plays until we get them right and this is well, our scrimmage game and, you know and see and what, maybe but and what i think is that he's he, that he just hasn't had time what i see watching them is that he goes back he makes his first read and then he has to get rid of the ball he has no yeah. time to look at all it's just, it's the same problem that stafford is having like people like I, I think that um, Brady has more options, and so he looks better than Stafford does right now. But it's basically the same thing. Neither of them have any time because if yeah. he's take if Brady's trying to look at a second receiver, he's getting sacked right now. Yeah. So so um, Carolina wise, I mean, I think DJ Moore is your only starting uh, asset that you can do anything with there, and so, even then, I'd be reluctant. Check this and out. And then Tampa, you can start just about everybody that's worth starting in week I mean, one. Leonard Fournette had 21 carries for 127 yards. And that was excellent. Uh-huh. Since, since then, his yardage totals are 65, 35, negative 3, 56, <laughs> and 63. And he has one rushing touchdown. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm, so he's in. So in, in the last four weeks, his receiving numbers are 5 for 35, 7 for 57, and a touchdown. 10 for 83 in a touchdown, yeah. 6 for 38 in a touchdown. So, like, he's doing it on receiving. Right. But this week they're not going to need to, so we'll see. 
So uh, all right, I think we're done. Um, <laughs> I like that one. So that that's going to be our warning one. I, I, the warning one has I haven't been able to pick it up, but we got th- it looks like maybe three to four questions in between the rounds okay. here. Uh, also, so we're all picking the books. So yes. we can move off that now. Yep. So uh, let's start with Slammy over on Twitch. Should I drop Geno Smith to pick up Trevor Lawrence for a backup? Quarterback? No, Mm-mm. no. I, I, I like Geno there. And I, I'm definitely the streamer of this group here. Like, I'm always looking for quarterbacks all the time. And uh, I'd, I'd happy to have – I'd ha- I'd be happy to have Geno Smith over uh, over him by the by, – over Trevor Lawrence right now. Next question coming in from YouTube. Uh, Anita Flex with Swift out. Boyd, Bateman, Zay Jones. It's a PPR they announced league. Swift is out? I'm sorry, what? They announced that Swift is out? Yeah, well, according to him, I think he's still game time decision right now. But uh, I, I would assume that he's out or limited. Or maybe he's saying if Swift is going to be out, who should he go with? Right. So maybe that could be the question. But it's um, he's his choices are Boyd Bateman or Zay Jones. Jones. Wow. Um, it's Boyd or Zay Jones for me. There, Bateman is just too risky. Just his first week off the injury, I'd be reluctant there. In, in watching and the, Zay Jones, honestly, he's just been getting some kind of consistent work. In so. watching the Jaguars last week, Zay Jones is the chain mover. Right, right. That yeah. Like he's, Christian Kirk is, he's put up some number, some numbers, but that's because his his number gets called and they specifically put the ball in his hands. But the guy getting open is Zay Jones. Zay Jones, yeah. And the guy that Trevor Lawrence looks for when he's in trouble. Is Zay Jones? Yeah. So that that would um, be my choice there. But man, I hope Swift starts. <laughs> right. That's a we'll talk about an upgrade, right? So thank you, Jacob, for that question. Next question's from Big Trev. Uh, he wants us to say, "Yo, what's up, guys?" And he what's needs up, help between CMC, Dubs, Gallup, or Alec Pierce PPR league. Yeah. Um. I Dallas. we talked about this, and like, um, I have CMC in a bunch of places, and I know that it it looks rough, but it's. Mm, it's it's hard to just the, the options to start over him are just not good enough. Like he's I disagree he, there. He's, he's gonna. I, get, I'd go with Alec Pierce there. I wouldn't do that. I would. I wouldn't do that. I, and I like Alec Pierce. I have him in Dynasty. I I like him a lot. Um, but CMC is too good. I think. And I if they if he's going to play tomorrow, it's because they have plays for him. He's going to get the ball. They're, okay, they're not going to put him out there as just a decoy. And, and I don't want to talk this to death. And you, you've told us what you you yes. think he, he's going to do. And I, and I, I'll just say that my expectation expectation for him would be like two to three carries, maybe a goal line. I'd agree with that. But two to three carries and two to three two to three receptions. Like that's what I'm thinking he's going to be at. And like that's just even though it's CMC, that's just not of a, uh, enough of a baseline for me. Whereas Pierce, I mean, I, I'm going to put him at, you know, probably five to six receptions. And, you know, he's got a chance at a touchdown, but probably going to get 60 to 70 yards. Like, to me, I'd rather take the, the the safety, the guarantee there. Because even if CMC does do well, like, what's his upside? He's not going to have a great game. He can have an okay game if things go his well. His upside is still much better than the upside of the other three guys that we were just listened to. It was Michael Gallup, Romeo Dobbs, and Alec Pierce. So the upside of CMC, if CMC gets twelve touches, is still oh, if he gets twelve touches, I but, but I don't what, think he's going to get anywhere close to that. I think he's going to get twelve, ten to twelve opportunities. So I hear a bet. I so hear there, a yeah, bet. really, I'll bet I hear, on that one. I hear a bet. Oh, really? Right, so, so what do we want to bet? Like, uh, I, I bet that CMC will touch the ball, catches or rushes. 
10 plus times. Oh, I'll take the under. Okay, cool. cool. All Love right, it. bet on the board bet. for this week. Our first bet on the board for this week. So, unfortunately, that doesn't help the person that was asking the question. <laughs> um, so, 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 how about we put this in a context? Like your your biggest ceiling play, I think we both still agree is CMC, right? Of the the four players, do you think the ce- the highest ceiling is still CMC? Uh, yeah, I guess. Michael Gallup, D- yeah. Romeo Dobbs, Alec Pierce, CMC. The the highest ceiling is probably still CMC. I think your highest floor is either going to be Romeo Dobbs or um, Alec Pierce. And I actually think that Romeo Dobbs is the second highest ceiling because Washington is terrible against the pass. Romeo Dobbs has had five or more um, targets in four straight games, and he's playing over 90% of the snaps. So yeah. I, I like Romeo Dobbs a lot. And I like the floor of Pierce, which is why I like Pierce there. And with, I think with I, what he's trying I, to ask I agree there, that I, Pierce think is the look, fl- I think he's looking for the floor. I, if you're looking for the floor play, I think it's Pierce. Yeah. I agree. Highest floor. High, the highest floor, I think I do think, is Pierce. Um, I think, And the highest ceiling, I think, is um, So, yeah, McCaffrey. if you're shooting for the fences and like you're, you're, you're a big underdog, then, yeah, maybe you do need to run CMC in there and cross your fingers. Yeah. Okay. If you, if you uh, need twenty points, play CMC. If you need twelve, play Pierce. So Jacob, as a follow up, is letting us know Dante Dante Foreman, S Z N. I don't know what the S Z N means. Oh, season Deontay oh. Foreman season, baby. Yeah. Oh, he's just so, okay. So it's coming. De- yeah, because Deontay Foreman is the next guy up in Carolina. For anybody right. who doesn't know, like it's uh, Chuba Hubbard was the guy last year, and he's still on the roster. And Chuba's still going to get a lot of the pl- but passing they paid down Deontay work. Foreman. Yeah, uh, and then Ch- Chuba's a draft pick, and they paid Deontay Foreman as a free agent to get away from Tennessee. Another so another question from Legacy or Legacy Swift from YouTube. Uh, oh no, it's it's just Legacy. <laughs> Swift, Amon Ra, Walker, or Godwin start two. Uh, Walker, Godwin. Walker, Walker for sure. And then it no, was... I'm sorry, Walker, Amon Ra. Walker, Walker, and Amon Ra. Like I, Amon Ra is kind of tough this week because they're playing Dallas. Uh, and, mm. and it's really yeah. and you'd you'd be willing to start Amon Ra there? No, that's over, what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. He's kind of tough. I want right. like I want to start Amon Ra over the other guys all the time. And then I was like, in a vacuum, yes. he's playing Dallas this but he's week. Playing Dallas, and, yes. we, and I, I do expect like, this is, and this is my personal belief. I do expect Godwin to score on Sunday. Um, he's going to get a lot of targets. So I, I think this is a 20 plus point game for Godwin this week. That's I would, I would go with him and Walker. Yeah. Godwin and Walker. I, I agree with those two for sure. And that's it for questions. Uh, thus far Great questions. Yeah, man. Great questions. So let's move on to our next game. We got Falcons at the Bengals. The Dirty Birds are back. <laughs> <laughs> they are winning dirty. That's Woo! for sure. <laughs> yeah, you know. So they 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 played bully ball on Sunday against the 49ers. They play they did to the 49ers what the 49ers have been doing to people for the last couple of years, where yeah. they just ran the ball down their throats. They couldn't. They they were converting third and seven, third and eight. You know, yeah. it on the ground. Let me read yeah. their line. Okay, so Falcons are at plus six and a half. The over under is at forty seven. Um, oh, we actually have some questions I missed over on another YouTube. We'll oh, get sorry, to that guys. here in a second. Um, plus six and a half over under at forty seven. Plus two two five if you're betting on the Falcons, and plus two sixty five if you're betting on the Bengals. So let's get to Josh's question. Sorry, Josh, I didn't see you over there on that window. 
Um, how is Michael Gallup at Flex PPR this week with Dak back? Love it, actually. I because I, uh, so um, everybody is assuming that CD Lamb is just going to go nuclear because he's had um, such a huge um, target share to start the year, but he's never had that target share with Dak. Michael Gallup is Dak's guy. They've played together. This is their fifth year together. Um, when they when Dak seems to need a third and ten, that's where he goes. He goes to Michael Gallup. Um, so I think and with, and with Detroit being terrible, um, he's he's a really good start. He's a really good start this week. But but then again, thank you. I was like I need again, to disagree a bit here because he's has been erratic with the amount of targets that he gets. Like it, it, it it's weird because he's not, he a, can totally disappear. He can, but he's not a game script dependent guy. So it's, it's, he gets, uh, he'll get volume in spurts sometimes, but, um, it's different now because there's no Amari. Yeah. So there, and, and then before Amari, like when Dak would get in trouble, like Amari was the guy that he would go to. Mm-hmm. Um, and and then it would be you know Gallup over Ceedee Lamb and Ceedee Lamb like the, in his first few years just didn't get a whole lot of you know important targets he just wasn't getting targeted on third down very much so I I still I do think that Michael Gallup is going to have eight plus targets I think that's where he's going to be okay you know every game um, and when he gets six or more targets he, has, he like he averages something like 13, 14 points a game. In his career, when he and and going forward, I think I would agree with you. Um, But this week, I would be nervous because they're going to be up. Well, there's that, and that's and I'm I'm obviously way more worried about Dak than you are. Oh, no, I'm not worried about Dak at all. Well, I think you're wrong to be not be worried about Dak. Like he like the the rust alone, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean, is going to be an issue. Can't does he have the grip strength? Does he have everything like? To me, this is a perfect game for them coming back because they, they can afford some mistakes against them. You know what I mean? They, they, there's, there's some room to play. But my guess is they're going to rely heavily on the running game this week and not try to put it on Dak's shoulders. So, because to, they, first, they don't need to. To, to finish. And, and second, like, I think it's like Dak needs to ease his way back. Like he's, he's, He was seriously hurt. So, go ahead. Yeah, it's just that Detroit is so bad. Like They've just been giving it up in every way possible that and he's gonna be a primary target for okay. Dak. So he's gonna I, I'm get just given the cautionary tale. Now, <laughs> I'm worried. Um so I think he's a good flex start. I do. I think he's a good flex start this weekend. And I would say you can start him as a flex, but I wouldn't be like excited. I also think he's a strong DFS player. Wow. Man, I would not touch him in DFS. <laughs> all right. So were there any others or are we moving on? I think we're all caught up there, so let okay. me just reread this uh, Atlanta Bengals one here. Uh, Atlanta versus the Bengals, plus 6.5, over-under is uh, 47. If you're betting on Atlanta Falcons, that's 225. And if you're betting on the Bengals, minus 265. And go, fellas. All right. Um, like I say, we talked a little bit about this, but uh, Atlanta had a good win last week. They look good. They've been honestly looking surprisingly good on the year. They, they've looked like a tough team. Uh, with not a lot of talent, but but playing hard and they playing don't well. beat themselves. Yeah, that's like they're, that, they're kind. They're well coached. Yes, they seem like that's what's yeah. happening. Is like there's bad teams because they're talent poor, and yeah. they just aren't well coached. Like they just aren't organized. Mm-hmm. 
this is a team that is talent poor but well organized. Yeah, like they they know what they're doing. They believe in what they're doing. They play hard. Um, that being said, they're going to get smashed this yeah. weekend. <laughs> that being said, they're playing on the road <laughs> in Cincinnati. They're playing. Yeah. yeah, they're playing at Cincinnati. They're they're a dome team going up north to play out in the cold. And it's not too cold yet, it's, so I mean, you don't have to worry about that but, too much. But it's but windy. It's always windy at in Cincinnati. home. Like, like even the September games don't look comfortable in Cincinnati. Yeah. So, um, so fantasy. I, so I'm taking Cincy. You're taking Cincy. Yeah, I'm gonna take Cincy. Yeah. So all, the, the, there's all, and I'll you know, spoiler alert. There's a lot of like high spreads on the games this week, so there might yeah. be a lot more agreement than usual. And we hate to do that, but you know, when there's seven point spreads with good reason, it's hard to argue. Yeah, it it is less entertaining when we when we just agree for sure. Yeah, <laughs> but um, there's a lot of fantasy stuff going on in this game. Let's so let's it. see. Uh, Cincy wise, I think all the usual suspects. I don't think there's anything you know sneaky over there. So, um, Hayden Hurst, I think, is an iffy start, and uh, Boyd only if you absolutely have to, but let, you could if you had to. Let me bring up an interesting situation I have going on this weekend. I'm playing okay. against um, <clears throat> an opponent that's five and one. So he's doing pretty well, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't know if he's like trolling me and he's going to make a swap tomorrow morning. But as of right now, he is starting Marcus Mariota over Patrick Mahomes. He's trolling you. <laughs> <laughs> That's like, totally a troll. He has to be, right? He's not going to do that, no, right? It, like, uh, we'll, we'll talk about that later, but I am very high on Mahomes that week, this week. If, yeah. he, if he actually does that, I mean. That blows my mind. Yeah, I'll be so happy if he does that. Yeah, but, that's not happening. But uh, any, yeah, because I think this is a really bad week to play Mariota. I think, like if you're, and but but then again, it's entirely possible that you know he's believes that like oh Mariota just did that to the 49ers, you know, right? He's, and oh yeah, and the Bengals rush defense. You might be high on Mariota right now. So the Bengals are missing a defensive tackle. Um, I forget his name, uh, but they're. Uh, they're missing a defensive tackle. They've been missing it for the last two weeks, and their rush defense has all, all of a sudden become soft. So it's interesting. This is, like, of the games that I'm confident, like, I'm, yeah, I'm smash picking this one side. This is the one where it's like, but I could see this, you know, yeah. I, could, I could definitely see a, a scenario play out, you know, where the Falcons are successful on the ground and the Bengals don't score right away, and then they're able to just start, keying in on Joe so, Burrow because so, the, and the Bengals have struggled, you know, when they just have to pass. So who are you confident in starting on the Atlanta side though? Like fantasy wise, <laughs> um, confident starting on the, on the Atlanta you, side. You can Nobody. start Ryan if you have to, but I wouldn't want who? to, um, or not. Uh, sorry. Mariota. Mariota. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, who? I was like, wait, Oh, right. used to be, uh, <laughs> um, I would not. I, I I would not feel good about starting Mariota. Oh, I would. I would not either. Um, but maybe that feels I mean, awful. I mean, you can if you had to. Like if you're in um, hell. Because I because I, I, I just feel like they're going to be behind, and when he has to pass is when he turns the ball over. Yeah. Uh, Pitts maybe. You're going to play Pitts. You're not going to like. You're not going to go to the waiver wire and play. You know somebody over Pitts, especially right. after he scored against the 49ers. Cotton so, or something. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 hey, I like that. All one. right, you guys, time's up. <laughs> All right, moving on. Lions at the Cowboys. Oh, one quick thing. Um, I, I've, I've said, said this before. <laughs> Caleb Huntley is a name to remember. Mm-hmm. Uh, he looked really good against the 49ers last week. He's he's looked good so far. Um, with good is an overstatement. With what I know, I like him. I think he looks uh, good. He. He looked like a bruiser that could just run forward and run into their Fast offensive and hard. linemen. And 
I don't know. That's not what I saw, but <laughs> anyway. Um, All right. He, he so. looked like the more effective of the the Falcons <laughs> running backs for sure for what they were doing. Yeah. And um, I think he could, you know, sneaky, you, you sneaky, you have a good out? day. No, okay. no, we're done. So uh, <laughs> Lions at the Cowboys. Lions plus six and a half over under at forty nine. If you're betting on Lions plus two thirty five, you're betting on the Cowboys minus two eighty. Go. Um, let, let me just start and let you take over here. I mean, we, we've been talking a little bit about uh, Dallas as we we've gone here. Um, I would be a little bit reluctant on the Dallas side just because I'm, I'm worried about um, uh, how Dak is going to do there with his first week back. I do think they're going to rely heavily on the running game. Um, I think uh, a Zeke is a smash play this week. I think Pollard is a decent play. Welcome to Ezekiel Elliott season. Yeah. I it, hope you have him on your team. It's about to be fun. Yeah. He, he's got five or six weeks of really good it's matchups. It's about to be fun. So I definitely like him. I'd be a little bit more reluctant on the uh, pass catcher side, but I do think Dallas is going to smash. That defense is amazing. Um, Detroit, uh, even if Swift is back, gosh, I'd be reluctant to start him this first week back against Dallas. I, I would hope for there's a better option there. And um, you don't want to start Goff, um, Amon Ra. You know, I mean, if you have options, I'd look around, but you might. You're probably going to have to start Amon Ra. Um, but yeah, Dallas is going to look good in this game. Go ahead, Ken. Yeah, so when we were earlier, when we were talking about Michael Gallup as a flex play, my only hang-up is that I really do think the Cowboys are going to smash them so hard on the ground that there might not be enough opportunities through the air. That would be my only worry. I'd like one of those, too, for Dak. Um, Jared Goff really struggles under pressure. Yeah, thank he, you. He really, really struggles. <laughs> under, under, under. I've been saying that all season. <laughs> really, Ray? <laughs> uh, yeah, Ray's been saying that for a, a long time. Um, and uh, that was, I mean, that game against the Patriots was ugly. And the Patriots are not as good defensively as the Cowboys are. Agreed. Yeah. Um. The Lions, especially talent-wise, the Lions are one of the teams that the Cowboys don't have to worry about filling their stadium with and having to battle against. Like, because the Cowboys have a similar problem, you know, to the to the Rams, right? Where they <laughs> or just the have, Chargers, <laughs> they just have a lot of teams, like a lot of fans travel to their stadium. It's a destination stadium. A, yes, it yeah. is. And it, and I mean, for good reason. SoFi Stadium is beautiful, man. The place is awesome. Well, I mean, even the Cowboys. But stadium I haven't been there yet. So I can't, but. But it, but yeah, SoFi is a destination stadium for sure. So is, so is the Cowboys yeah. win though? Is my yeah, point? Yeah, Jerry World for sure. Yeah, um, and the, yeah, it's funny they like at SoFi Stadium uh, at the beginning. They're t- or at some point they're talking to, like the the screen gives you a little information about itself, <laughs> and it makes comparisons between it and other jum- <laughs> jumbotrons in, in the league. And it bring, I love it. Yeah, it's pretty funny, <laughs> and it brings up Jerry World. The impressive one was Atlanta though. Atlanta had like I didn't I didn't realize Atlanta had such a giant screen. Oh. Yeah, like, but yeah, millions of pixels in the, <laughs> the SoFi Stadium. You know, I rarely have anything to say about these games, but um, the Cowboys are going to have the ball a lot more than the Detroit Lions, which is going to influence your fantasy picks, I would assume. Yeah, um, on the so on the Detroit side, like I would not, I don't want to start Jared Goff. I really don't want to start either of the running backs because they're they're going to be behind. Yep. Um, you you have to start him on Amon Ross St. Brown. Like that's not he's not a flex player. He's not a number two. He's a number one. You start him. 
Like, like you're just going to feel bad if you don't start him. Uh, I, I, I really like Josh Reynolds. I, I'm a believer in jo- in what Josh Reynolds is doing. Him, he's just seems. But this week, dude, <laughs> did you see what he did in the Patriots game? He still put up numbers. He still scored 17 PPR points in that game <laughs> with no. They got shut out. Yeah, they got shut out, 26 to nothing, and he still scored 17 points. Right. Start Josh Reynolds. Like, well, and, and again, that, New England likes to take to take away your number one, and Amon Ra's number one. They took him away. Yep. That's what was left. Yep. So, I mean, a little yeah. bit skewed, but I, I, I agree. But He's the, been better than But this is going to be sure. similar. Amon Ra, St. Brown, and DeAndre Swift are going to be the focal points, if, if Swift, if he plays. Um, and even over that, before you get to Josh Reynolds, I think you're probably going to focus on a guy like Hawkinson. Um, so he just, get, he just gets work. And when, and like he seems to be Goff's guy. When Goff gets in trouble or he like he's under pressure real fast, he, he throws the ball to Reynolds. Yeah, it's been good so far. Yeah, so yeah. That's, Are we that's all going what Cowboys in? Um, yes. Yeah, and on the Cowboys side, um, like, yeah, you, I, I don't have any. I mean, if you've been waiting for Dak to get back, you're starting Dak. Like there's no, absolutely no streamer that I'm starting over Dak. Maybe Jimmy. I was gonna say Garoppolo. Maybe, <laughs> maybe Jimmy. But I no, I'd rather start Dak. Okay. So next game up, we have New York Giants at the Jags. Uh, Giants are at, or Giants are at um, plus three with a over under at forty three and a half. If you're betting on the Giants, they're at plus forty, and if you're betting on the Jags, we write those last two games minus one sixty five. Go. <clears throat> um, the Jag- the Jaguars look like they're regressing a little bit. Um, Trevor Lawrence, uh, he was looking solid at the beginning of the year. And I don't know what happened, but in this Colts game, he looked very unsure of himself at, at times. Um, and I think that if not for a couple of really big Travis Etienne plays, they would have lost this game you know, more handily. Like the Colts had to come back and win it at the end. But I really do think that was just kind of because of a couple of busted plays. Like they also gave up like a 60-yard touchdown on third, third and one or fourth and one or something like that to Jermichael Hasty. Um, so um, I don't like the Jaguars right now. I don't. And that sucks because I, I, you know, they were trending at the beginning of the year. I was starting to like them. And I really don't want to – like I never want to pick the Giants. I know, that, but at this point – and you're I'm, picking them until they fall apart. Nope, I'm not gonna. I'm gonna pick the Jaguars. Ooh, a standalone game. I think. Nope. You're picking the Jags too. I'm on the Jags this week. Oh, I'm going Giants. Yeah, <laughs> I get to be the standalone. So game. we're both gonna we're both gonna vote that the trends end. Yeah, because the, the the Giants are on their three game winning streak, and the Jaguars are on a three game losing streak. Right. And I, I feel like the, the Giants have just been doing it on smoke and mirrors. And, you know, good on Agreed. them. Good, Agreed. Good coaching. Like, like they're getting it done. And, a lot and like the Falcons. The other way. It's a lot like right. the Falcons. Right. Yeah. But, they, but, but they've had a better schedule than but the But they're under-talented. They're, they, they just don't have Agreed. the talent where they need Agreed. it. And Jacksonville, like, <sighs> they, they've lost three in a row. Um, they play hard, though. But they are playing mm-hmm. hard. And I, I think they're putting something together. I, I don't know. To me, they, at home, two, two pretty... Uh, fairly evenly matched teams, I would I would honestly say, and and, and Jacksonville's at and home. Also, I gotta go Jacksonville. Uh, and Doug Peterson has you know um, a lot of knowledge about um, 
the Giants, yeah, having true. having been the coach of the Eagles for so long. So there's a lot of guys that are still on the team that he's familiar coaching against. Yeah. So did you guys go over your fantasy a starts? Bit of an advantage there, not yet. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I'm fading on Christian Kirk, dude. Like we we talked. I think we talked about this last week. I think I asked you specifically, like, where are you at on Christian Kirk? Like, is, are you still starting him? And we and that's where we ended up. Was like, okay, so Christian Kirk is on your roster. Like, you're locking him in. You're still. Well, he's your and, I, and I think last week two. we were uh, okay. He's he's a good wide receiver. Two ish. I think it was two. I think, I think was you said three. two. I'd have to go back but, and listen, but I'm pretty sure it was but two. Now, I'm pretty like, sure we were like in in like in ten team leagues. Low end two. Low, I, yes. So. Um, low end two, high end three last <laughs> week, and now you're looking at him as a uh, low end three, maybe high end. I flex? know, right? I mean, yeah. How things I mean, change so but fast. But you're, you're still probably but, starting him, but <clears throat> but yeah, you're not you're not feeling as great about it. Um, I think there's better things to come. I think he's going to have a decent year overall, but uh, yeah, he's you definitely he, hit his low. He looks to me like <clears throat> what it seems like happened <clears throat> was that he caught people off guard at the beginning of the year. And now people are ready for him. Yeah, is yeah. it like they I weren't? Can, they didn't at the beginning of the year. People didn't expect that they were going to have offense drawn up right. for Christian Kirk, and now you have defenses that are like, okay, stop thirteen. We'll stop it. We'll stop him. Now do something else. So let's and, see. Let's see if the Jags' uh, coaching staff's any good. Honestly, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's what it comes down. And to. And you know what? Doug Peterson was really going to beat the Giants when he was the Eagles coach. So I, and I, we're running out of time, but. Uh, Etn is starting to look really good. Starting to he take over amazing. the workload. Uh, I told, uh, I definitely I, want to start Etn. I've been I banged the drum about two weeks ago. I think yeah. it was. I was like, get Travis Etn. Like, get off of James Robinson. Get into Travis Etn. It's happening. The Maybe. Travis. The, he looks. Happened. He looked awesome yep. against the Colts. Awesome. Like and it's, the Giants. It is start night and Barkley, day. Night and day else? difference talent wise between Etn and James Robinson. Physical wise, James Robinson's a smart runner though. Yeah. He's really good. He so that's really good. So that's the end of the round of the Giants versus the Jags games, and we do have a question. Excellent. So we'll sneak that question in between our rounds. Half PPR. This is coming in from Facebook. Oh, real quick, uh, to, just to end the Giants thing, Wandale Robinson. Wandale Robinson, like anybody who's like needing receivers and stuff like that, Wandale Robinson is available in a lot of leagues. He's about to. He's about to happen. That's gonna. That's gonna happen now. Okay. Half PPR, Waddle or Pittman starting Jonathan Taylor, if that makes a difference. Thanks. Oh, yeah. That, man, I don't. It I, actually does make a difference because with, with Pittman there, like having to start both is, uh, it's one of those you know what? where I, I, if you're going for the, for the floor, like, okay, like they're both going to have decent games. Like those are two good players. Waddle is a, you're trying to hit Waddle's a top five in receiving yards so far this season. He yeah, has, but he's going against the Steelers. He has, <laughs> yeah, the, <laughs> the worst team in the league against receivers. They're actually 30th. But anyway. <clears throat> um, and our secondary is still Waddle very hurt. Is, is top five in receiving yards. He does have those two duds, though, so that's mm-hmm. that, that that gives you pause. But I think his ceiling is so much higher than Pittman's. Just oh, I don't know about. I mean, look at Pittman last week. I mean, that was a pretty nice ceiling last week. You know what I mean? He had a nice game. Yeah, and 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 the, we, if he's really the focal point, he can have some really nice games, and so will Waddle. But I mean, um, so but, here's the thing: is Matt Ryan threw the ball 57 times last mm-hmm. week? And Michael Pittman scored what twenty two points? I think it was more like twenty seven, twenty eight, but I think, I'd yeah. have to look it up for sure. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Oh, you know what? It was twenty six. Yeah, thirteen catches for one hundred and thirty yards. That's right. Okay. That's right. It was thirteen catches, one hundred and thirty seven yards. This was like twenty six points. Okay, so he didn't, and and that's without getting in the end. Without yeah. without that's without scoring. But that's the thing is, I don't think I don't think he's a two touchdown guy. 
Oh man. Okay. I, like I say, it, that, I think that's close. And I think that for me, that it's not Michael Pittman that has more to do with Matt Ryan. That's just like Matt Ryan's just never done that with any of his yeah. receivers. His, 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 like they just don't do it. They don't. He doesn't have his receivers. Don't have lines like that. Like his number ones typically don't. Julio well, didn't have not touchdown wise. Look at look at his look at him. He didn't no, score no, touchdowns. I, I know he was Julio more of a did six, it with six seven touchdowns. He did it with uh, yards. Hit, uh, guy, Julio but, did it yeah. with yards. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Was, he only had like, six or seven a year. He was a non PPR darling. Like, um, but it, it was never really like catches and touchdowns. It was yards. It was, he had a lot of games where he was like nine for a hundred and eighty. Right, right. But anyway, uh, back to the question. Um, all that to say that I probably agree with Cannon. I'd go with Waddle there, and my big reason is because uh, yeah, sorry you, about you have J, JT on your team. With with JT on your team, I think uh, with it <clears throat> oh. being close between Pittman and Waddle, you have to go. So with what Waddle. I was going to say though is, is super interesting. Is like um, if it was possible, wouldn't you rather start Waddle and Pittman? Yeah, that's true. Like, who is he? Like, man, that's a good team if that's your choice. No, huh? but no, no, no. But I mean, uh, what I'm saying is like his. So he's got Taylor. Pittman and Waddle, right on the same team. Of the three, like if you're starting two of the three guys, wouldn't you choose to start Waddle and Pittman first? Oh, I see. Yeah, like, yeah. But if we're talking week one, right? No, start Jonathan Taylor. Well, first. I'm I'm talking more but, you know, running back, wide receiver. That's why. Yeah, no, I know. You but think you it. just yeah. assume that like he's he's locked into starting his running back like Jonathan Taylor. Yeah. But if he was able to move Jonathan Taylor out of that and start somebody who like, I mean, whatever, it would depend on your options. For yes. Sure. <clears throat> you would want to start model and Pittman and not Taylor. If you could, I think this weekend is what is what we're saying. So if that's possible, that's what we would do. But that being, if probably it's not, not possible though, probably not possible. And if it's not waddle over Pittman, yep. Okay, so moving on to the next game. That's the end of that uh, question. And we don't have any other follow-up questions. So the next game on deck is Colts at the Titans. Colts are at plus 2.5, the over-under at 41.5, and, and plus 115 if you're voting on the Colts. If you're or voting. if you're <laughs> Different podcast. If you're betting on the Colts, and if you're betting on the Titans, minus 135. You guys get about two seconds before the round starts. <clears throat> All right. Um, well, in this one, uh, I think this is going to be a uh, Derrick Henry game. Like, that's what it feels like to me. Uh, it, it feels like Tennessee. Uh, at I, I agree. Home. I feel like it's Derrick Henry versus the Colts passing attack. That's, that, that's, yeah. that's how I see it. Yeah. And what's the uh, injury that JT is coming off of? I honestly don't. It's something to do with his foot. I, I yeah. but I don't know. Really. But but that's any any kind of a foot, ankle, knee. Yeah. Like man, that makes that, me nervous. The first week coming back for running, and back. I'm I'm with you. And like for me, it's more than just that though. It's also that they might have just had a paradigm shift in their offense, because last year their offense was all about Jonathan Taylor all the time, and now like this year they're throwing the ball more, and especially since he's been hurt, right? And they're scoring points. And they might not want to just go back to giving him the ball 25 times. Uh, I think that's what they want to do. I think that's like if they have their choice, that's what they want to do. <laughs> but uh, they feel like they've been forced to do other things lately. Yeah, but I mean, you don't want to just break him down again. That's all, that's all I'm saying is they might be. They, they but might, you still want to get him the ball 22 times a game. And also, Deion Jackson looked good. 
so they, <laughs> I guess. so they might they might spell him more. I'm, I'm, that's all I'm saying. They might he might get less work this week, but I don't know if that's true in the future. I think JT is going to be the back, but uh, but here I mean for this we'll week, see. Um, Tennessee. Um, I, I'm I'm picking them. Uh, like I say, I, I think Henry is going to roll. Um, gosh, but the funny thing is, is like receiving wise, who do you, who do you start from Tennessee? Nobody. Anybody? Yeah. No. Like no. Not, 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 no tight end, Derek no Henry. receivers. Yeah, like, <laughs> I guess it's got to be Derrick Henry, huh? Because my my God, what are start, the choices? Can you start Derrick Henry twice, <laughs> please? <laughs> uh, no, that's that's it. You start start Derrick Henry on the Tennessee side, and that's it. And then on the, the Colts side, like I think Matt Ryan's playable. Like if you're looking for a streaming quarterback, I I, I think I start, probably started him in at least one of my leagues because um, he's just throwing the ball so much. And Tennessee has given up passing yards they've been up 300 yards four straight weeks um so i think that's going to happen again i think the colts are going to be behind i think they're going to have to throw the ball a lot i think they're going to have success doing it so i like i think this is like a monster derrick henry game like this is one of those like games where he pushes 40 points Mm -hmm. and i think that this is a good game for um matt ryan alec pierce and michael Pittman on the other side and i just don't know about jonathan taylor i just don't know because i I just assume they're going to be behind and then I don't know what they're going to do. But just saying, if you've got JT on your team, you start him. You're starting. Yeah, him. You're starting you know, him. You, yeah, you kind of have to. So don't don't get cute. Yeah. <laughs> so you guys, are we all picking Titans? Wow, really? Uh, yeah, I yeah, guess so. I think so. I don't feel great about it. Are you guys ready right. to move on to the yeah, next game? Yeah, I think we're ready, man. That was a quick one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't see anybody. Yeah, it's AFC South. Those AFC South games just yeah, kind of stink. Yeah, like how how many fantasy <laughs> options are are involved? You know what I mean? It's just like, well, well it's kind of Henry and JT and maybe yeah. Pittman. And moving on. And I mean, the Colts have been playing a thirty eight year old quarterback in his last year. Yeah, uh, for, for like four, four years. years. In a row. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see the the thing on uh, social media? No, you don't. No, I don't do social okay. media. Okay, <laughs> so there was something on there was something on social media that that outlined the Colts starting quarterbacks from now until like twenty twenty. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> It was so good. The last one's like Russell Wilson. <laughs> it's so funny. Because <laughs> it's just a line of guys who yep. are going to retire over the next several years. It's, it's really, going to work someday. It's Yeah, it's really funny. So next game up, we have the Packers at the Washington Commanders. I'm super excited to watch this game. Packers at minus four and a half with the over under at 41 and a half. If you're betting on the Packers, you're at minus two and a half or two zero five. And if you're betting on the Commanders, plus 175. Go, guys. So here's why I'm excited to watch this game. Like, uh, we talked earlier, like, this is, uh, like, for this week for Tom Brady. This has got, like, if they don't do it this week, like, you're you're worried, right? Yeah, for sure. Same thing for the Packers. I agree. And yeah, well, very good point. I haven't thought, I, of, I thought well, about that. Honestly, for me, Tom like, Brady and Aaron Rodgers have been on a very similar line this year. Right. They're they're just kind of like, okay, well, are they as good? Are you know, they are mean? though? That's the thing though. Is when you wa- when line. you watch Tom, like if you just watch Tom Brady and you just watch Aaron Rodgers, they still look like themselves. Yes, it's what's going on around them yep. that is preventing them from putting up the points that we're used to. So, so it's not like we have a Peyton Manning situation like in 2015 where it's like, get him the hell out of there. Mm-hmm. Um, no, they they still look fantastic. Agreed. So I I I believe in I still believe in both of them to you know to start putting up the numbers. I, I feel like like um, the offensive line in um, Tampa is gonna 
I think they're going to figure out enough. I think it only takes so many times of Tom Brady yelling at you before <laughs> you remember. <laughs> no, not Tom. Uh, and then, uh, oh, funny, funny thing too. I was uh, real, qu- real quick blurb. I was playing some Madden today, and uh, and I was <laughs> and it, it put me and I had just downloaded it onto my girlfriend's Xbox, so it put me in like the and this is like last year's Madden, so it was KC versus Tampa Bay, the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. and after you score touchdowns with with Tampa Bay. They, they go over to the sideline and everybody's giving high fives and stuff. And Tom Brady's just doing this, looking for a high five and no, and no one gives him a high five. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> yeah. It's so funny. So funny. And, funny. Uh, but anyway, um, uh, yeah. So, and, and with Aaron Rodgers, um, I think that his receivers are talented. Like in, from what I've seen from them, I like them. I think they're talented. I th- do think they're going to get it figured out. I think the answer for them is going to be Aaron Jones um, in the short term. They're going to they're going to get the ball to Aaron Jones more, and I th- and I and I think that's going to that that will fix things. We thought that the, at the beginning of the season, though, I, like at, at week I know, one, I know, that's, that was so, my thing. I know, but here on Aaron Jones, here we, and they just haven't. But things, hey, um, every year teams go through changes. And sometimes it takes a little while for them to like work things out and get rolling. It seemed like for a few years, almost every year, the the Patriots would have like a, a bunch of new like weapons around Brady. It would be like Brady, Edelman, Gronk, and then like just guys. Right. And so it would take them a few weeks hmm. before they started rolling, and like. In the Moss years, they they smash people, but after the Moss years, it would take them a few weeks before their offense would really start to click, and they'd start to demolish people. Um, and, so, and we're running so, out of time, and I, and I so, get what you're saying. So I think but, that, I think that's so. Here, all I'm saying, I'm not saying that's I'm guaranteeing that's going to happen. I'm saying that's we're at a put up or shut up point. That's what I'm saying for for Aaron Rodgers and and the Packers. So and and I think they will put up. I don't think there's but too I don't much think they're going to put out from, great fantasy numbers. I I, th- I think he will. Okay. I I think that there is enough talent there that they will get it figured out and they will do that this week. This has to be the week. <laughs> Washington is so bad against See. the pass that this has to be the week. Um I think this is a big Aaron Jones game. Like, there's, uh, there's no way I would leave Aaron Jones on my bench anywhere this weekend. Um, and then Alan Lazard. Those are the two, the two pieces that I really, really, really want to start if I'm, you know, if I have them anywhere. Okay. And Washington side, um, I'll just, you know, I, I'm the Gee, Terry McLaurin guy. Start? <laughs> I'm, the, I'm, the, I'm the McLaurin guy. I will say. Um, and he has been very disappointing this year. Um, he's been, you know. Very average and pedestrian where we thought he was going to be, you know, a star. At least I did. I have. But I I will say that um, with um, Heineke coming in this week, I I feel a little bit better than most people because he has had the experience of of hyper targeting McLaurin. Um, I think he will give McLaurin uh, a few more looks this week. And so you're picking the commanders. (sighs) (laughs) <laughs> I'll tell you, I, I I I want to pick the commanders. Like it, 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 it's very very close for me. But no, I I, I mean, you, you have to pit, take uh, the Packers. Yeah, there. I'm going to take the Packers too. Okay, next up we have Jets at the Broncos. Yes, my Jets. 
<laughs> so <sighs> Jets are minus two with the over-under of 37. I think it's going to be way over. And a minus 125 if you're betting on the Jets. And That's plus interesting. You think it's going to be way over, huh? Yes, and plus 105 on the Broncos. You want me I. You know, um, that's Russell, super interesting because to me, this this is the game that looks like it's sixteen to seven. You know, okay. On the, the do you want me to elaborate or yeah, please, no, please, please, absolutely. I, it's really you know what it is. It's just the Broncos haven't been able to do anything on offense all season long, and the Jets have proven that they can get their offense rolling. And so, I didn't did I hear something about the the I don't know something was going on with Russell Wilson this week too. Oh, he's yeah. out. He's out. He's yeah. out. Okay, I wasn't Red sure. If ripping was, baby. Yeah. So he's out too. So unless so actually that um, that actually makes me less likely to want to play the Jets. <laughs> All right, <laughs> and Def- go defense. <laughs> uh, seriously though, um, no, no Russell Wilson could mm-hmm. possibly be a benefit to the Broncos' offense if he we'll was see, if like he's say, actually as injured. As, it will be nice to see what Rippin looks like behind you know behind that line. Actually, and what's going we've on. seen this before. What's that? He started against the Jets last year on uh, Thursday Night Football. Did he really? Yes. And how'd he do? He Jerry Judy had a fifty-yard touchdown in that game. I'll see. That was that was the highlight of Jerry Judy's career. <laughs> Start Jerry Judy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was la- that might have even been year before last year, honestly. But I know Brett Rippon has started for the Broncos against the Jets, and Jerry Judy scored a fifty-yard touchdown. <laughs> that, that did happen, and it was in prime time. And, and I will say, like, if Rippon comes in here and he throws for, like, 260 and two touchdowns, that everyone's going to be like, what is going on with Russell Wilson? <laughs> like, what is up with Russ? I almost kind of want it to happen now. <laughs> right? You know what I mean? Just just for those questions. Like, but, And think of the memes, too. Like, the, you know, the, how, because how, the internet's mean. What? So if Brett, like, if, <laughs> so Brett Rippon goes out there and throws 250 yards, three touchdowns and they win the game the the memes are going to be epic like how much because how much does brett rippon make i kind of want to know stay that off right the now. internet russell wilson yeah <laughs> you don't want to see yeah, what's out there yeah <laughs> you don't want none of this do we sit him start him uh oh this oh so one of the things we should talk about is like elijah moore is on the outs as a jet right which is and he's it's sitting so this week, crazy. so I, like funny going into this year looked looked very promising. He, yeah. And and the other big storyline on the other Elijah side Moore is was, Melvin Elijah Gordon. Elijah Moore dude. was the only Jets receiver that got drafted this right. year going in draft season. Yeah, like no in redraft, no one was taking a flyer on I Garrett agree. Wilson. No one was drafting Corey Davis. It, it was Elijah Moore. You expected yep. Elijah Moore to to do something. It was like maybe Garrett Wilson because he's got draft capital, you know, but like maybe, the, but by the end of the year, he'll be overtaking him or something like that. And it's just, he's been nowhere to be found. And like, if they were losing, you know, I think people would be asking, why aren't you getting the ball to Elijah Moore? But they've won three yeah. consecutive games on they their beat, defense. They beat the yeah. Packers in Green Bay. Like, yeah. The, their defense is looking their, great, and their offense and is doing just enough. Yes, their yeah. their offense is not inept. Their offense, like, <laughs> and it's funny because it seems more inept with Zach Wilson in there. But uh, it, honestly, you know what it seems like to me is that it just seems like they're asking him to do less. Yeah, they well, and that's yeah, that's on purpose but, because but he's to, proven he can't do more. I disagree. I like him. He looks good to me. Elijah Moore would disagree with you, sir. Well, 
<laughs> Elijah Moore disagreed enough to get himself sent home this week and yeah. and uh, get, get himself told and, to and stay so home this b- week. Before we run out of time, like we have to talk about Melvin Gordon here. Like, what the heck? I told you. What? I told you. Told me? Well, like, I, to- I told everybody, stay away from Denver. Like, the Denver want no part of the Denver running game. Like... What I said was, but like, going into this year, we, we if they wanted had, a piece. I bad. know, I know. But when Javon, like when Javante went down, if the Broncos had been scoring points, I would have been interested in the next man up. But they were struggling with Javante, so they were like they were struggling with Javante. Melvin Gordon was fumbling the ball every fourth or fifth time he touched it, <laughs> and they brought in. 32-year-old Latavius Murray mm-hmm. as soon as Javante got hurt. Right. So when they did that, I was like, I want out. I want no 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 part of this. So so fantasy-wise. You guys need so, time out? Yeah, real quick. We, we do on, on this one. Okay. So fantasy-wise, what, what do you do? Like if you're looking for running backs. You Stay know, away from Denver. I, I just like there's going to be something good out of Denver on, on the running backs. You don't think there's going to be anything nope, that's going to start no, worthy there? No, because what, what they're doing right now. Melvin Gordon's their first and second down back. Mike, stop three carries. I know. I know. That's because he. That's because he's in the doghouse right now. I guess. Melvin Gordon is their first and second down back. Mike Boone's their third down back, and Latavius Murray is their short yardage back. Which one do you want? And if that's the way they go, you're right. We want none of them. None of them. That's that is what it is. You don't know that at all. Like that. That's why I'm bringing this up. Is because that's why they brought Latavius Murray in, dude. They brought Latavius Murray in because Melvin Gordon couldn't hold on to the football, and in high pressure situations, they want someone who can hold on to the football. That's why they brought him in. And last week, you look absolutely correct. And then this week, you're they're they're the way they're talking. And like I said, it could just be coach speak. It could. Be I told you else. he was going to get that work. But and you were like talking about you were, you were totally off Latavius Murray last week for sure. And 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 what happened? He got all the work, and right. I told you that was going to happen. I told you, <laughs> and, and maybe, maybe maybe you're a genius, but uh, I don't know about this one. Like, but but like, look look how they're talking this week. They're, this week they're all Melvin Gordon's the starter. I don't care Gordon's their the offense guy. is garbage. Oh. I don't care. Like at, at this seriously, at this point, the only the only Broncos player I want to start is Cortland Sutton. That's it. And I don't even want to start him this week. Not this week because yeah, because he gets Brett Rippon as quarterback. <laughs> yep. I don't even want to start him this week. I'd rather start Jerry Judy because they have history. That's and so time in. So yeah, time in. So there's yeah no, that needed to be talked about. So but. there's nobody from the Broncos that you are excited to start right now. Nobody. Yep. And there's you shouldn't. And I would not be rostering any Broncos running back. And start the Jets D. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> right. we all pick the Jets. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh J E T S Jets 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 baby. Oh, all yeah. right. So next game is Texans at the Raiders. Houston Texans plus six and a half. Over under at 46. If you're betting on the Texans, that's plus 235. And if you're betting on the Raiders, that's minus 28. I actually think the Raiders Zero. are just going to blow them out this week. You know, I'm kind of leaning Cause the, that cause way. Because the, the, the Raiders are 1 and 4, but they could Go. easily be 4 and 1. <laughs> yeah. And, and, um, you know, they were expected to be good coming into this year. They have been good. They've been competitive. Like all their well, losses record have been. wise. Uh, you know, yeah. No, but, I, I agree with you there. And I'm just saying. They're they're at home. They're against Houston, which is floundering. I mean, yeah, everyone thinks that the Raiders are going to win. It's just a matter of where all the fantasy points they are going to go, uh, and everybody's on Josh Jacobs. That's where they're going to go. <laughs> and, are we all in and Raiders Waller's then? out? Yeah, 
Waller's out, so Foster Moreau we brought up earlier. So if you're looking for a tight end, Foster Moreau is definitely somebody you can start. Absolutely. And somebody that's definitely out there on your waiver wire. Yep. Um, throw him in there. He's he's going to get four or five catches. At so least, I said, and I you said never earlier know, touched um, that uh, if Mark Andrews didn't play tomorrow, that I, was, I would just pick up Isaiah Likely and start him. Similar situation in Las Vegas. They have a tight end that they really like behind Darren Waller, and they like him enough that he'll get similar work. Mm-hmm. So if I'm the Darren Waller manager, that's what I would do. I and, would. and honestly, if I was either manager, that's what I would do is go with Foster Moreau because Moreau has proven that when he comes in, he's going to get work, whereas likely has not proven that yet. He might, but we don't know for sure. We're speculating. He's whereas gotten, Moreau he's gotten some has work done it while again playing again. alongside Mark Andrews. Mm, they yeah, they but, like him a lot. And like... He was so, um, and he's a so rookie, now, right? So Brian doesn't. Now Brian doesn't watch preseason football at all. Proud of it. <laughs> I do. I like the tryouts, and it's why, and it's why I, you know, knew about players like Damian Pierce, and it's also why I know about guys like Isaiah Likely. Isaiah Likely is a freak talent. He's really, 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 really good, and he's still a rookie and tight end. In the preseason, he had an eight catch, hundred yard touchdown game. In the preseason, that's hard to do. That's hard to do because you just don't get time. You don't get any time to play. It's but like, it also see, means a lot less in the preseason. I'm just saying. I, sure, it means less, but it's still hard to do, dude. It's it's hard okay. to do. It shows he has some talent. He's got, I will agree like, with he's you got talent. And also, it doesn't just show that he has talent. Getting that many targets and that, like, targets they say are an earned statistic. Right. He gets open. And they wanted to get him the ball. I, so I think if Mark Andrews misses time, they're going to take the opportunity to get him the ball because they like him. Okay, but out of the two, even you would admit that Foster is the floor player. I would rather start Isaiah Likely. Oh, man. They I like bet. him that much. And, so, and, the re- and, and, and so another, I think and, we need to go Foster versus Likely. If that yes. happens, <laughs> let's do it. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> do it. I like it. Now, now, hold on, hold on. If Mark Andrews doesn't play. No caveats. No, that, that, that's a good one. No caveats. He no just caveats. gets a starting tight end versus my backup tight end. No sure. Just, why don't I just take a shot now? Okay, so no. so there is a caveat in this bet. If Mark Andrews doesn't play, okay. Isaiah likely. I'm saying Isaiah likely scores more points than Fab, than Foster Moreau. Um, and uh, so, the reason I really believe that is isn't just because like we know, we've seen Foster Moreau um, produce before. Not while Devontae Adams was on the roster. So that's the part that I worry about is Darren Waller himself hasn't produced the way that Darren Waller normally produces. So I don't have the same confidence that Fabian um, Moreau wrap it up is going to do the same thing or is going to be able to do what Darren Waller hasn't right. been able and, to do. And talk a, lot, a little bit about uh, any Houston prospects for fantasy. Nope. And then I'm going done. to write some stuff up here. We're done. Like You're going to start Brandon Cooks because they're going to be down in this game, so he should get a lot of targets. Um, Damian Pierce has been awesome, so you're going to start Damian Pierce. But this, I, I honestly think this is a game where you're a little worried about how much work he's going to get. I'm less worried because they like they got smashed by the Chargers earlier this year. They were down 1.24-3 to in the game. And they still kept giving him the ball. So you're still still starting Damian Pierce for sure. So next up we have Seahawks at the Chargers. Seahawks are at plus four and a half with the over under of um, 50 and a half. Uh, If you're betting on the Seahawks, plus 180 if you're uh, betting on the Chargers. 
minus 210. Go. <sighs> um, along the lines of Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers, I'm waiting for Justin Herbert to have a game. Like I'm just I'm waiting for that 350 yard three four touchdown game because he hasn't had one yet this year. Um, we don't know if Keenan Allen's going to play or not yet. Uh, we know uh, that Josh Kelly is out. He um, so Sony Michelle. If if you're still looking to uh, handcuff Austin Eckler, Sony Michelle becomes more valuable. Um, Josh Palmer is also not going to play. So if Mike, if Keenan Allen doesn't play, then Mike Williams is like the only guy he has to throw the ball to. And I think that Gerald Everett becomes a really, a really good play. Say, tight end. I, like, I love Everett. This week. I do too. And Seattle struggles against tight end in general. So I, I like Everett this weekend uh, on the other side, man, it is just fun, fun, fun to play Ken Walker right now. Right? Oh yes. It's exciting times to have Ken Walker on your roster. Three out of my four leagues. I love him so much. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, this is definitely a smash play for him this week. Um, and the big reason is because he catches the ball as well. I mean, uh, if he was just the uh, the banger, uh, you know, we might have a bit of a problem here this week because I do think the Chargers are going to, like, you know, get a big lead and really kill him this week. But I think Walker is going to have some nice numbers because he's going to be their main weapon. Uh, he, he's going to be catching those dump-off passes. He's going to be running up the middle because what they want to do is run. Uh, whether they're winning or losing, it doesn't matter. He's going to get the ball a lot. Yeah, he's, he's going to get 20-plus yeah. touches. Whether they're winning or losing, doesn't matter. They so, might not have Tyler Lockett love him. for this game. Tyler Lockett might be out, so I think uh, DK Metcalf becomes even more of a, a smash play than he typically is. Um, and, I, and I think DK Metcalf is going to have an awesome game. And I just want to say I'm so mad at Lockett. Well, no, you know what? No, I'm so mad at myself last week. Like, I told you I, not to. I knew he had that hamstring, dude. But it was it was so brief, and he came off full, full <laughs> practice, all these things. I was just uh. like, oh. Everything told me not to start him, but then <laughs> I just I started listening to the talking heads. And I let, oh, and one of my buddies at work who's really into football, I was just like, like really, really into football. And I was just like, all right, dude, what do you think about Lockett? And he's like, oh, no, he's good this week. And, you know. Went against my instincts, and man, did I regret it. Because, uh, <laughs> so do not play Lockett this week. The, the hamstring is just yeah, it's, give him a couple it's weeks. Just a big deal. Yeah. If he's out there, he's a, a more of a decoy than anything else. Um, but DK, play but DK. DK is going to yeah. be good. Yes, D- yeah, he's been DK is going to be good. Yep, and uh, Gino, yeah, I, I definitely. So I, I feel like this is going to be one of those higher scoring games. This is one of those DFS wise. Like I want some pieces in here. I think it could be, but I also kind of I, like I also kind of see you know the Chargers being able to slow them down, and also the Chargers themselves have not been great offensively, so I yeah. wonder, I, I do wonder if this doesn't end up like that game last week because we thought that the Cardinals and the the Seahawks were going to put up a bunch of points and then yes. we got nineteen to nine, <laughs> yeah, crushed me in my tournament lineups. Yeah, yes. so um, you guys I, and I, and I could definitely see a similar situation where neither team is really able to score on the other one, yeah. like and we both kind of expect them to because their defenses aren't performing at an elite level. I expect the over, and I I think yeah. the Chargers are going to smash Herbert. Like you said at the beginning, this is his get right game. I like think he's so going to be good. So. Yeah, I'll be right. right back. Sounds good. Don't forget to follow us. Uh, we're on YouTube and Facebook. You know, fantasy football theories, um, <clears throat> and we're also on all the. Uh, 
podcast platforms you guys are probably listening in on as far as Spotify and iTunes and some of the other more prominent ones. Next up, we have, I think, wait, who we all pick? Did we all pick in Chargers on that game? Yeah, I'm pretty okay. sure, yeah. Okay. I well, already I marked it up there before we started talking about it. I was like, we all got to be taking the Chargers here. Okay. So. so next up, we got Kansas City at 49ers minus one. If you're uh, minus one Chiefs over under of 49 and minus 120 if you're betting on the Chiefs, if you're betting on the 49ers, plus 100. Go ahead, Brian. Take it away. All right. Well, um, I, I like taking it away on this one because this is my gridiron guarantee of the week. Like, this is my guarantee. Kansas City is going to beat San Francisco. I hope you're right. <laughs> Here's the deal. Uh, San Francisco, while they are at home, and while they do have a great defense, their defense is hurt, and it's hurt bad. Um, and it was evidence last week when Atlanta just absolutely crushed that defense. Um, they, they aren't getting many pieces back, if any, this week. Um, San Francisco is going to be in big trouble. And Patrick Mahomes is going to pick apart that defense. I think it's going to be ugly. Um, we, we've got the big CMC trade going on here and all that, but I just don't think it's going to be relevant this week. I think it's going to be incredibly relevant the rest of the year. But this week, like, there's just not enough time to really get him uh, acclimated to this offense. And <laughs> i just saying it again one more time. Mahomes is going to smash. Now, who's like Kelsey is also a, a smash play. The problem is, is who else do you play on the Chiefs side? And um, you know, your your best choice there, other than Kelsey, is probably Juju. But um, man, it's it's a little nervous once it gets it gets past Kelsey because you just don't know. Like he he spreads the round, the ball around so much, you just don't know where he's going to go with it. Um, so you know, just a little bit of a, a, a preview here. Like, uh, I like Mahomes um, with either a Kelsey stack in DFS or um, or even Lone Wolfie and just putting him out there on his own. He is going to be great. Uh, Niners side, um, I'm going to stay away from all the running backs this week. I mean, if you have to pick one, I'd pick Jeff Wilson. Um, but, man, I would not want to do that. Um, and then you'd, you'd still you'd, pick Jeff Wilson over CMC? This week, yes. I wouldn't do that. I, w- I would. Uh, like that's not one I'd want to put on the board, <laughs> but but uh, if you're if it's my lineup that you're looking at, yeah, I'd, I'd go with Jeff Wilson in the guaranteed points this week. Um, and from San Francisco, um, I think Jimmy Garoppolo, like they are going to be behind because I, I like again, I I, I think that the Kansas City is going to have a good offensive day, so uh, they're going to be behind. So Garoppolo is going to have to pass, and that passing defense for Kansas City is not very good. Uh, I expect a big day from Debo, uh, Debo, maybe even Ayuk, uh, maybe even Kittle. Um, Definitely but, Jimmy, uh, though. But yeah, Jimmy, Jimmy, I really like this week. because we expect him to be behind and have to throw the ball. Absolutely. What do you got? <clears throat> I'm gonna take the Niners. What? Yep. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so if you just listen to what I just was talking about for the last two minutes, ignore all that and listen to Ken because he's just going to take the Niners. <laughs> the, Ken's got a lone wolf <clears throat> game on the board. The nine, Yeah, and I get the oh, that, my girlfriend's going to love me. Ah, uh, I get. Oh, I so, see. I see. <clears throat> uh, so uh, he's just making friends with the wife when he gets home. I understand. <laughs> hey, wife must be they're, listening. They're home. They're coming <laughs> off a loss. Like the 49ers, they just kind of this is these are those games that they just kind of win under okay. Shanahan. They just they tend to win these games. 
and it's the first half of the season when you can steal wins off of the Chiefs because it's usually sometime <clears throat> around, you know, week eight, week nine, where they just go on a run and they stop losing. I, I, and I think the Chiefs have done that, you know, like four or five consecutive years where they just go on a run and have a really big winning streak going into the playoffs. With the exception right, of... This is definitely a trend. Uh, with the exception of, of seasons where they've given up on week 17 and 18. Because um, <clears throat> that, that's happened a couple of times. So next up we got Pittsburgh mm-hmm. at the Dolphins. Pittsburgh is at plus 7.5 with minus 115. <laughs> I'm sorry, no, not minus 115. That's a different line. Over under is at 45. Plus 270 if you're betting on the Pittsburgh Steelers and minus 325 if you're betting on the Dolphins. And here comes Brian's lone wolf game. All right. And here, and here we go. Like The Steelers uh, last week should have got smashed, and they came out and they played hard. They played hard. They were well coached. Um, they had a plan. They, they had a plan, and it worked. Yep. Um, you know, Will we do that again this week? Uh, we are still banged up. Uh, we do still have uh, Mika. I'm not sure if Mika Fitzpatrick is going to play back. or not. Like, it's, it's iffy. Um, you know, of course, TJ is still out. We've got a couple other secondary pieces still out. So uh, it looks rough against those the, that great. And now um, you have to. But those now, those yeah. great receivers like that. It, it looks rough. And it doesn't get any easier this week. Yeah, with the, I agree. With Tyreek and Jalen Waddle. They, they they are great receivers and and Tua gets, gets to come back this week. So, you yep. know, I agree. That's rough. But I'm taking the Steelers. I mean, come on. Dude, you're, <laughs> we we dude. kicked butt on Tom Brady last week. I hope you but never, ever they're gonna bet be, against your own team again. It takes a lot, brother. It takes a lot. But this is the 50th anniversary of the undefeated team. Oh, give me a break. They're honoring They're honoring the 50th. They're honoring the 72 Dolphins at halftime of this game. Are they? Yeah. It's Dolphins night, bro. Okay. I, still went, I still like that wouldn't influence. No, like, no, me either. Like no. if I was on the <laughs> fan, no. no, teams lose those games all the time. Yeah. yeah. Um, so fantasy, fantasy wise, um, Steelers side, uh, Harris. Things can, are getting weird can, for Najee though, right? Yeah, so, not, Najee. Can, I think you you have to start. The usage is going down. That's the thing that's worrying me. Well, it's it's going down because he's hurt. He's I know got that, that foot issue. I know, but that yeah. worries me. That <laughs> no, no it, I, I agree. I, I've got I've got Nashi in a few places, and, and I'm definitely worried. Um, I, I think he's going to be better second half of the year. But uh, right now, um, Jalen Warren isn't going to be taking a lot of his snaps. He is taking some third down. He is he's taking. Playing, he's, the, he's been taking third downs. No, and he is taking some. And as a Steeler those fan, those are important because those are the little catches for three or four. I, or five like I say, yards. as a Steeler fan, I almost wish that Warren was in there a little bit more often right he's now effective. because Najee mm-hmm. right now, like he's he's showing the pain. He he's showing yeah. that he's hurt. Yeah, it, he it's, it's like showing himself. on the field. Absolutely, but as far as well, <laughs> <laughs> what you got to start, you're definitely going to start him this week. Um, uh, he he could have a couple of touchdowns. He could, you know what I mean. You, you never know, but uh, it's a good enough start that you're going to go with it. Um, you can't start a quarterback on our side, uh, <laughs> not yet. Nope. I mean, Pickett maybe someday in the future, but he's he's not there yet. Um, if you're really desperate, you can start Pickens, um, like yeah, just because he's hyper targeted by Pickett, and Pickett looks like he's starting. I'd, I'd start um, Deontay. You start Deontay. Deontay, I think you so, have to start. Yeah, and I think be, he's going to have you know decent floor points. I think so, but you can't expect a ceiling game. Well, I'm, unless they fall he's, behind, he's, you know. You know what I, I'm going to say? Hmm. He's due. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know. He subscribed to the uh, the he's due. Uh, 
philosophy, but um, Dolphins side, those receivers look great. Um, Tua, like I say, he's only been out with the concussion, and uh, that you know, as, as we discussed last week, coming off a discuss, uh, uh, off a concussion, usually players do really well. Um, so I love all them. Um, let's see, running back is really the only question on Miami side. Uh, you're definitely gonna not gonna start Chase Edmonds. Oh no, um, no Chase Edmonds is a is a he's Honey become, Mostert. He's become a hand, uh, handcuff. Honey Mostert, I think um, you'd you'd start in a flex um, and you'd start as an RB two if you really had to. Yeah, but um, by weeks happening. But yeah, but you wouldn't really love it, but you could. You know, because Dalvin Cook's not playing. There's no Daryl Henderson this yeah. week. Yeah, yeah by weeks for sure hurt you. Yeah. So, did you have uh, anything to add real quick? I know that was mostly me there, but Dolphin's gonna smash. <laughs> <laughs> what figure am I holding up? <laughs> I, <can't. laughs> I don't know. Which one is that? Yeah, yeah. Um, You're number one. I'm number one. All right. Ooh, okay, so now we're entering Monday night, October twenty fourth. We have the Bears at the Patriots. Game of the week. <laughs> Game of the week. Bears at plus Actually, eight. This is a really awesome game. Explain. Let me finish this and then you explain. Oh, sorry, sorry. So Bears are at plus eight, um, over under at 40, with the money line at plus 280 if you're betting on the Bears, and minus 340 if you're betting on the Patriots. Go. So the all-time leader explain in that. the all-time leader in wins for coaching is still George Hallis, who coached the Chicago Bears once upon a time. The uh, the scheduling gods put this game together, hoping that they might like like put this game on prime time, hoping that they might have Bill Belichick passing George Hallis for all time wins. Okay. And they got it. Oh, is that okay? If Bill, if the Patriots win this game, Bill Belichick becomes the leader in all-time wins as a head coach. Yay! So <laughs> plus eight hey, though as a spread. Let's not let, like hold on. Let's not like we don't need to say yay. You don't like let's let's let's, let's take our like our fan hats off for a second. Our you know because like he got a lot of those. A lot of those wins didn't count because they came in the postseason against the Steelers. <laughs> so let's forget about that for a second. This is huge. This is huge. Like that's that's a record that that has stood for a long, long, long time. Think about all the coaches that have been successful in the NFL, and like none of them have come close to winning this many games. I'll care about it when Tomlin like, gets it. And I when Tom <laughs> okay, well then you won't ever care about it, I guess. Like three more years, four more years. He's got, like you know, <laughs> Steelers coaches just kind of like ride off into the sunset, <laughs> and then and what? Then, and then get replaced by another guy. Like they just take all their Super Bowl rings and ride off into the sunset. All their Super Bowl rings. Mm-hmm. Cower got one. Mm-hmm. Tomlin got two. Tomlin has one. Two. He's got one. What are the two? Yeah, he's got one. He beat the Cardinals. Arizona and Seattle. Seattle was Cower. That was Cower's. That was Cower's. That was Cower riding off into the sunset. That was his one. That was him and Bettis. Remember? No, the, I, obviously I know remember that. The, but the bus is going home because the the uh, super the Super Bowl was in Michigan, and he's from and he's from Michigan. He's from Detroit. Like, 
I swore Tomlin. You don't remember all that? No. Tomlin's been to two. He lost Aaron Rodgers. Oh, yeah, yeah. Tomlin is the reason that Aaron Rodgers has a Super Bowl. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, dude. He's the reason that Tom, that Aaron Rodgers might be in the Hall of Fame someday. Thanks, Tomlin. <laughs> Please. Uh, that was fun. Um, <laughs> no, but, but uh, okay, so there's not, honestly, like anybody picking the Bears in this game is crazy. And, the Bears? and then there's almost no, no and then there's <laughs> really almost no fantasy prospects to talk about. The most important thing to talk about in this game is probably the fact that Damian Harris could play because um, it's and, and the only because, reason that's important is because it's going to limit Stevenson because yeah. we because we've been enjoying a beautiful Ramondre Stevenson season and it could be over now. It could be over already. It was two weeks long and it could be over. Yeah, it was beautiful. Yeah. It could be over. I've got Damian Harris so. No, no, you don't. You dropped him. No, in, sorry, in another league, in another league, dynasty. In our league, he's droppable. He's very droppable in our league. Yeah, the guy who has who has Ramondre picked him up. I guess he's yeah, in first no, place. I see. Yeah, that was that was slim. Slim yeah. picked him up. Um, uh, but yeah, you're so you're gonna start Ramondre, and then after that, I think the important thing to know is if you need receiver help, Devonte Parker looks awesome. He looks awesome. Really? Uh, sorry, Round real quick. Over. We, we need a timeout on that. Like All right, time Parker, Parker's Devontae Parker looks awesome. I, I know he had one week where he's really No, I'm not good, talking about numbers. I'm not ta- I watch I'm watching the games. Okay. He looks awesome. He's making sideline catches. He's going up over guys. He's like um he just he looks big, strong, fast. He looks like DK. Hmm. Like on like on the field compared to other guys, he look like he looks bigger. He looks just he looks awesome. Okay. That's where they're going with the ball. If you look at his numbers, his snap percentage has been getting better. And when he gets targets, he produces, period. And he's their best receiver. He just is. He is their best receiver. Jacoby Myers is having an excellent season so right. far. But Devontae Parker, I think, is is like eventually going to be the receiver you want to start for the Patriots, okay. not, not Jacoby Myers. And that's a hot take out there, guys. So, like, if uh, you believe in Ken, and, and honestly, I, I, I like his uh, reasoning there. I haven't seen very many uh, of those games, so I, I can't like, like really jump on the bandwagon. But I like your reasoning, and I I, I like Parker over Jacoby Myers, like kind of in general as a player. So, yeah, absolutely. So yeah. Uh, if you if that's what you're seeing on the field, man, that that gives me confidence. Good. He looks really good. So um, first and, off, and Mac Jones should be back. Mac true. Mac Mac should play in this game. First off, uh, can you grab me a beer? And <laughs> first off, <laughs> important things here. <laughs> and then we'll get to a couple questions before our first. last round here. Um, first question coming in from The Joker off YouTube. Who should I start at running back and flex positions? Ramondra? Ramondre? Ramondre. Ramondre. Okay, thank you. Stevenson, David Montgomery, Jamal <sighs> Williams, Dante Foreman, full PPR, just need two. Um, so Stevenson for sure. Um, I would probably, honestly, is probably just start Stevenson and Montgomery. Well, you have to monitor whether if, Swift is if, out or not. Yeah, if Swift does not play, Williams becomes the best player yes. of the of it's, that group. And then, well, but they, even then, it's Dallas, so I don't even know if that's the they've best been play. But, the but you you have to play. They've him. been softer against the run. Right, you you have to play yeah. him, and he'll but, get volume for sure. Yeah. 
So watch Swift, and if Swift yeah. is in, don't play him. And yeah. if he's out, then play him. Yeah, if Swift is in, then I would play Montgomery and Stevenson. And who was the fourth one? I feel like, I feel like the fourth one wasn't relevant. Jamal Williams. Oh, yeah, uh, Deontay Foreman. Don't, yeah, I, yeah. No, we're just watching. Yeah, Deontay Foreman. Roster him, and you're just watching at this yeah, point. Like, you, I, you I picked him up in a bunch of places. Like, everywhere yeah. I could possibly pick him up, I picked him up on Thursday night. Um, <laughs> I'm just saying, sorry, just to toot my own horn. Uh, Dynasty League, like, Thursday night, uh-huh. <laughs> I picked up Deontay Foreman right before uh, CMC got traded. Really? <laughs> like hours before. No way. That's <laughs> it was awesome. Yes, that feels so good. It really does. That has to feel so good. So I I got I picked up um, I got Deontay Foreman in my Dynasty League. Mm-hmm. I think it was Dynasty. Yeah, and um, someone was <laughs> someone was like, "How am I losing all of these waiver claims? Is it based on money or something?" <laughs> <laughs> that was the best. <laughs> oh man! Second question Val, from Val's the Goat. I think this is the first question we've ever gotten from him, coming from YouTube. Welcome, welcome. Start two: Sutton, Thornton, Bateman, MVS. Oh, Sutton and Bateman. Yeah, yeah. Those are rough, uh, rough choices right there. I will, I will, I will, especially this week. Yeah, that's like, not a, that's, that's, that's a tough position to, to be in. Like you were feeling so much better about Cortland Sutton about ten days ago. <laughs> Agreed. Yeah, but but I think those are the picks. Like those other two are just such long shots. Uh, yeah, um, Lamar Jackson really likes Rashad Bateman. Um, Rashad right. Bateman's back. There's no Duvernay. Definitely, he's pay-bay. gonna get targets. Yes. Like he's gonna get some. It's a matter of how healthy he is. And all, Mark Mark Andrews could be out too. Yeah. So so, like, so with the he like, could be the only guy getting targets. So you have to put him in there. But <laughs> you man, have to play him. you're nervous yeah, about I, it. Your yeah. your, 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 your butt is puckered. No, I agree. Like Cortland Sutton is your number one pick there because he's done it this year yeah. so far. Um, although, like with the switch at quarterback, I'm feeling real iffy about it. Oh, but you said, man, ripping to Sutton, it's a thing. No, ripping to Judy. Oh, that's why I'm. A, that's why I'm feeling extra iffy about it. So, gotcha. um, and then, <laughs> and then Bateman. But yeah, the other two, I would not not want to play at all. I, I'll, yeah. Although I will say this, Tyquan Thornton scored twice in the game against the Browns, and he looks good too. Yeah. You know, yeah, the Patriots got some players, bro. They they have some talent. Like it's weird. It's so weird because we're so used to this not happening because they whiff. They just whiff, 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 whiff on playmakers over and over and over again throughout the years. They got some. Okay. Yeah, they look good. All right. They we'll look see. fun. They we'll look see. fun. As a follow up question, Sutton for Boyd? No. 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 You hang on to Sutton. No. God. Don't. What are you tanking? No. Boyd. Uh, no, I'm yeah. just kidding. But no, don't do that. No. Uh-uh. Yeah. Boyd is is really really good. When one of the two main Tyler receivers Boyd, are out, I, yes, he's like, he's that's that, when, that's when def- he's a must start. You, but other than that, he's very and even much. Then, he's a must start at that point. But even then, he doesn't always produce. Right, like you can guarantee Tyler Boyd. Tyler Boyd is going to have three fantastic games a year. You just never know yeah. when they're going to be. They're completely unpredictable. It's not. It's not unless one of the two main receivers. Even are then, out. though, that's oh. what I'm saying. Is like the games that he has, the games where he goes off, aren't games where the other guys are missing. That's what I'm saying is like he like when you want to count on I, I have want, him in my dynasty so that I feel I'm like little... I feel like when you want to count on Tyler Boyd he lets you down and then the times where he goes off you didn't start him I don't feel like when one of those main two are out I don't think he's ever really let not me down. let you not like goose you know what I mean he won't no, goose no. you 
But that's, but but he's ten, 10 points, eleven that's, points. Yes, that's fine, and that's fine. And, and especially from Tyler that's Boyd, you're fine. like cool. That's you fine. Know what I mean? But and it's then like you have the upside if, of a twenty-five point game. That's fine for. Oh, that's not. I mean, I no, nope, he did it. He did it several times. Probably three times, just like you said See, last year. That's, that's not what I'm several. Several is three, brother. That was, on, that's man. a yeah, few. And that, and even then, that uh, even, three, I, I would say man, three. Three's a, three's a couple. Like <laughs> oh, you do the German three? Yeah. I, like <laughs> <laughs> I thought this was German three. This is German three. Uh, it's, it's this. Uh, Are you sure? Because th- yes. th- this is uh, sign language. I remember he got somebody killed in Inglorious Bastards, but that's yeah, all I remember. This is it because they <laughs> use the thumb. Okay, because they use the thumb. Yeah. Yep. I believe you. <laughs> Interesting. Not really. <laughs> no, he really is dude. Oh, dude. Come Next on. question. You've seen the glorious bastard. Yes, right? I like, have. It's fantastic. Who doesn't right. love the bear Jew? I mean, what? the bear Jew. Like, Tarantino, Tarantino <laughs> films in general are great. Yes. Although yeah. the Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I don't know if we talked about this uh, on the I podcast. I haven't watched yet. that one. I haven't honestly. seen it yet. Oh my god! It was a bore fest to me. And then the climax. I've saved never it. been bored by a Tarantino oh, film. I know. Now I really want to watch it. Yeah, and and I, I was like, I sat through that movie because it was a Tarantino film. If it wasn't a Tarantino film, I would have walked. Like I would have been like, I'm yeah, done with this. Halfway through. This for me, Brian, but the climax film, the climax saved the movie um, for me. I, I, and I think I'm alone. So he M. Night on you? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I think I might be a lone opinionist on this. But anyway, next question. Um, CMC and Lazard for Kenneth Walker and Cup in my other league. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. CMC and Lazard for Cup and Kenneth Walker. Oh, yeah. Oh, you, yeah. You kidding me? Dude, you are super excited about that. Honestly, I feel that, I feel like that's a very even trade that's I, no, dependent next, upon so what right, your so team needs. Here's the, here's the thing. Like we t- earlier in the, if you listen to us from the beginning, Earlier, we were talking about CMC, and Brian and I both believe that 40-point games, like I, I believe at least one 40-point game is in the future of CMC the rest of the season. I'd still rather have Ken Walker, I think. Than CMC? I think it was it, loosely it, based it, it, on... I, hold, on hold on, hold on, hold on. You're, you're going to tell me I'm going to give up CMC and Lazard, and I'm going to get back Cup and, and Ken Walker? You're really... Like, it's Cup... Cup and CMC are are equal. To me. Agreed, agreed. So really, you're telling me Ken Walker versus Lazard. Okay. And that one is so far on the Ken Walker side that it's not even funny. So yeah, like so you're gonna get a slight. So you're gonna get a slight downgrade. And and I maybe mean, slight yeah. downgrade because we like we really believe in Ken Walker. So slight downgrade at running back maybe rest of season because that's a he's going to a new team the middle of the year. We he's CMC. We expect him to do great things. We know that like that Kyle Shanahan's great. This doesn't always work out. It's it's a, that's the truth. It's a new situation. It doesn't always work out. We and, we know that they love Ken Walker. We know they don't have any other options. We've seen him do spectacular things already with limited opportunities. I would make that gamble for sure. And, and let me say because of what's known, because of what's known, we don't know what CMC is going to do. I think I agree with you. I think you convinced me, I should say. Like, like uh, I'm on the other side of that trade, but you convinced me because we just don't know exactly what CMC is, is going to do. Like, we, uh, like, I am putting on the rose-colored glasses because I expect something yep, amazing. But it could go wrong, CMC. too. But you're right. It could totally go wrong. It could not work out. So because of that, 
I think the more the the sure thing is on the other side, and I'd go for there's, Tuppen Walker. There's more mouths to feed in San Francisco. Yeah. So okay. his team is five and one, and he has Brady, CMC, Congrats. Swift, D Hop, Amon Ra, Kelsey, Damian, Pierce, oh, yeah. Montgomery, Etney, Juju, Lazard. Yeah, that's a congratulations. Great for you. Like, yeah, you, I mean, it, you just keep winning then because like you're you're five and one, and somebody's like, here, get better. <laughs> that's 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 what it sounds like to me. Yeah, especially with your team setup. Yeah, like because all your pieces are so good, that makes it even more like go for that sure thing. Yeah, because man, you're you're gonna have a good team. You're gonna challenge for the championship. Cooper Cup, no matter what. Cooper Cup. Well is done, the, sir. There, I I don't think there's a more sure thing in fantasy football right now than Cooper Cup. I just don't. I don't. Yeah. No. Unless, no. Unless he's he going to be great. Game. He's going to be great. Like Stephen Dig- Stephon Diggs is the number one wide receiver so far this season. But right. I like week to week to week to week. You're. Like, I'll take I'll, cup. I'll take cup. I will too. Okay. Whew. All right. Oh, <laughs> we're fading. <laughs> I've been fading all day for some reason. So coming back into it with the um, the toughest game for us to <laughs> talk funnest, about. This is the funnest one though. Honestly, I'm I'm starting to feel that way because it's like we're like we're just <laughs> we know nothing. <laughs> yes, we know nothing. We're just like projecting into the fu- way into the future you know so it's it's fun when it like when we get stuff right like uh picking against the like my favorite part is picking against a team twice in one week <laughs> and, and being right like and the I've, Steelers four weeks ago or whatever <laughs> and i think i've done that four times this year <laughs> and of course we're talking about the thursday night game before i get into the thursday night game though or before we we get into it um, if we have helped you guys out at all over the last week, let us know. We want to know like if our advice has helped. <laughs> yeah, we, okay. we hope that it does. Yeah. So and please, it's yeah. not because it's not helping Brian. <laughs> <laughs> dude, my, I, I, my team is so good, dude. <laughs> his, uh. his team is so good. His team is the best two and four team I've ever seen. <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> like he's got Derrick Henry, Alvin Kamara. And Ken Walker, and he's two and four. Like he's got, so he's he's got Derrick Henry, Alvin uh, Kamara, Ken Walker. He's got strong uh, receivers. He's got Hollywood Brown, Terry McLaurin, Michael Pittman, uh, Keenan Allen, Deontay Johnson, mm-hmm. like as wide Brandon receivers. Cooks, yeah. Brandon Cook and Brandon Cooks. Yep. And he's two and four. It's ridiculous. But do you remember what I? You remember what I said at um, on uh, draft night? What's that? I said I was I was concerned about your team because you didn't have a positional advantage at quarterback and at tight end. end and quarterback has killed you this year. And, and it's killed me because my streaming has not been great, but, <laughs> but that's not and you. That's not your is. fault. That's not, your fault. Usually is, that's not your fault this year. That's not your been great. Like yeah. streaming has just not been an option so far this year. I don't, I don't know if that's going to change in the second half of the year. But like, and so, every time you think you so, have an option, um, it doesn't work out. Yeah. In one of my other leagues, um, a trade just happened. And it was um, one side got Travis Kelsey was the best player. And the other side got Patrick Mahomes as the best player. Okay. And the, a couple of the guys were really pissed off about the deal. You know, because they're like obvious. Well, obviously, the guy getting Travis Kelsey is winning the deal, right? Not this year. I was gonna say I wouldn't agree with that. Not this year. Yeah. Not this year. Like any, basically any other year in the last ten years, and that's true. 
stream another quarterback. I got Kelsey now. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna score my 18 points a game at tight end while everybody else is struggling to get 10. Okay, cool. I'll be able to make up the three extra points my my quarterback was scoring. You know, besides the streamer yeah. that I'm gonna pick every week. This year it's not working, and not only is it not working for streaming, but like the once you get past the top six quarterbacks, it's like you don't want to start any of them. Yeah. It's, like you it, better be right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's been real bad. It's been real bad. Yep. Like I, which is unusual. Yeah. Like that's not like, the usual uh, that's fantasy a, trend. Exactly. Ex- exactly. Like that's, I have had a lot of success like streaming quarterbacks. You didn't have anything to say. You had nothing to say when I said that one side got Kelsey and one side got Mahomes. You didn't even ask me what the rest of the trade was. No. You were perfectly fine with it. <laughs> like it, it's and uh, that, it's already close and yeah yes and in 2020 in in 2022 that's correct and in 20 like the last 10 years what absolutely i'll take kelsey you know the like the dominant tight end yeah. versus the quarterback because the quarterback's just replaceable right. like we all want to live in a world where we play with people who draft quarterbacks in the first two rounds well, still do, but well, no, that's <laughs> right. But going into twenty twenty two, if you drafted Josh Allen, yeah, where could you have? Where Not would that so bad? Yeah. Where would that have been wrong? Yeah. How like if we did a redraft right now, like we our tw- yeah. if we were in Kelsey a, like, and Allen are both going like, first round, end of first, they're going the, second. Josh, yeah. I think Josh Allen might be top five. You realize he's a full like. He is a full monster start ahead of the next quarterback in points. Mm. He's ahead of Jalen Hurts by 25 points going into week six, going to week seven. That's absurd. That is, that just, is. That's that is. absurd. That's, that's a big one. He's outscoring the next closest quarterback by five points a game. That's crazy. That... And he's outscoring streaming quarterbacks by 12 to 15. <laughs> Especially Marcus like Mariota, that's like that. When you have, when you, <laughs> yeah. So when you have that, like that's a draftable quarterback. That's a quarterback that you take in round one. Yeah. So going into Thursday, let's start the timer back up. Thursday, October twenty seventh. Ravens at the Buccaneers. The Ravens are at plus three, over under at forty four. Money line at plus 140 for the Ravens minus 165. This is, so this is the first time that I've done like I don't want to pick the game because it's actually going to be a, I think Tough it's going to be a good game. Yeah. A lot yeah. of information's um, going to we're going to uh, there's like a lot of information on Sunday. What yeah. happens on Sunday for this game? Um I think this is a messy game to pick because the the Ravens are like the Ravens have so many things up in the air. We don't know what their injury situation is going to be is like we'll do for their maybe. defense for their yeah, running backs exactly for their receivers who's going to be back for this game so like i feel really bad picking this game i'm just going to yep. pick i'm going to pick tampa bay see and i'm going to uh, go the opposite wait, tampa, like, I'm, wait hold on tampa bay is at home for the game yes yeah yeah i'll pick tampa and, and i'm going to go the, the opposite there i think the ravens are the stronger team right now um I, I think tampa is trying to get things together i think they're really struggling if if the ravens get 50% of their their uh, injured people back next week, they're going to be great. But I, I don't you know, know if they'll do that me or not. About that, them That's the thing. Is What worries me about them... Injuries. Is that, <laughs> well, not, not, not just that, but they find a way to lose games. Because of their injuries. It's, because they're starting their second and third string. Don't give me the crap. 
Don't give me that when you have Dude, when cornerbacks <laughs> matter, no, man. CBs matter. They they do matter, but they're not. But they're not just losing these games because their cornerbacks are getting beat. But they keep they lose, lost, losing at the end. I I know that because their they're, cornerbacks they're, are getting beat. And but there's also an element. Okay, so you're telling me that in none of those games they had the opportunity to close the ball out with the ball in their hand, close the game out with the ball in their hand. Uh, no, they probably did. Yes, they yeah, did. No, I, That's, so what I'm saying is, is they have, they have, so they have three losses, and have trailed for less than ten minutes this season. <laughs> right. They find ways to lose games. That's 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 what's happening to them. But I'm saying if they're they're starting cornerbacks, if they're starting uh, their starting defense was st- in there, I don't think they're starting. Would start- they still be losing those games? Yes. I, my, 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 I don't think they're that special. I would disagree on that. I don't think they're uh, that special. I, they are strong. They're not special. They're strong, and that matters. And they're not strong right now. I think in the so. Secondary. What I think here is, at the end of the year they might be, which is scary. So we like, I, like I, I was just talking about ten minutes ago how uh, I like picking these games because I like um, picking against a team twice in the same week. <laughs> okay. Right? This is going to be the opposite. Mm-hmm. I think we're going to get together next week and we're going to be talking about Tom Brady having thrown seven touchdowns in the last two games. Okay. Yeah, for me it's just like I. For this game, I think Ravens are kind of up and down, and I think the Bucks are up and down, but it's not Tom Brady's fault. And since they're playing against Carolina the week before, and they're gonna get, they're gonna have some momentum going into this game, some big momentum. I agree. Um, I'm going with the Bucks. All right, as well. I finally get a lone wolf. You You got two. (laughs) That's two. You got one. You got two. You oh, the like Steelers. Oh, yeah, my Steelers. All right. Yeah, right the on. other one's just not very good. <laughs> <laughs> so you say now. So this is the the week me and Ken gain a game on you, I think. Yeah, we'll we did see. that. We'll see. You got two on him last week. Yeah, but this week we probably will gain one. Oh, can on. you readjust those totals? Uh, yeah, I will. Yeah. Totals I have are 48, 50, 55. Is that huh? The, the totals I have oh, is 48 have, me. Yeah, I have 50, and then Brian has 55. Yes, 15, that, is cor- that is correct. Yeah, that looks right. Okay, so that's it for our pick games. Now we're going to go into our fantasy, which, by the way, if it it California allows us, we will be able to actually start putting gonna some money. We're going to find out soon. Yeah. On these games, and I'm getting excited about that. I, I, I'm so excited for prop bets. That, that that so betting on whether or not a player is going to have so many yards, a player is going to have so many catches, a player is going to have so many touchdowns, things like that. That's the thing I'm really excited for. You know, and for me, it's just being able to have the freedom of being able to bet on games. And Amen, I brother. I uh, I don't really care about the other mumbo jumbo politics of it of where the money's going and all that stuff. I just want to be able to bet on football. Damn it! Yep. Like, I think know, that's so. how most of us feel. So they can figure out all that later. Give me the freedom of betting on some football a little so bit more. Bo- bet, so vote yes on 26 and 27 in California, and uh, hopefully one of those pass, and we will have some sports betting. Yay, buddy. So first off, now we're getting into the DraftKings portion of our uh, oh, of our yes. podcast. It yes, doesn't yes. look like we have any questions. So who owes everyone a shot from last week. Pick a glass, any glass. Oh, I'll get this fancy little shot cup here. I love those things. 
I have one next to my sink for <sighs> like when I do mouthwash after I brush my teeth. Like I have one of those shot glasses. I just love them so much. <laughs> they are pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Actually, I have two, but. All right. Well, while he's doing that, you want me to uh, yeah, start, off start the, uh, off the cash lineup here? Start you starting off. with cash? Yeah. Let's, yeah. We well, always ca- start with cash. Cash is the one that we, we care most about. That's the one that we're, we're betting with. And then we do our tournament lineup afterwards, which is uh, mainly like giving you a, an idea what we're doing. Like if we're, we're going for long shots, we're really trying to win that tournament. You have to do something uh, you know out of the ordinary. So that's what the tournament lineup is about. But with cash, you're like you're going with the sure things. You're going with the guys that are gonna gonna score you points. And so I am gonna start off with uh, Patrick Mahomes. Like Mahomes is going to be amazing this week. He's gonna get three touchdowns minimum, um, maybe four. Uh, he's gonna be great. I don't know where those touchdowns are going though. So which is why that Mahomes is such a great start in cash. I think because you're you're not trying to stack him with somebody and try to guess it right, uh, which is hard to do. So I'm going to take the, uh, the two uh, chalk uh, players in r- at running back, uh, Josh Jacobs and Ken Walker. I mean, at 6,500 and 5,800, those are the guys to start at running back. Um, you have to have a reason not to, honestly. Um, <clears throat> going into wide receiver, uh, Brandon Cooks. I feel like uh, Las Vegas is, well, I don't feel like, like the NFL feels like the, uh, <laughs> the, the defense for, uh, for Las Vegas is horrible, especially in their secondary. Um, <clears throat> Cooks is going to be great. Uh, Amari Cooper, I think, uh, Cleveland versus Baltimore. I, I think, um, you know, despite what Ken says <laughs> about Cooper being on the road. <laughs> it's not me, it's history. <laughs> but I think that matchup is amazing there. I think Cooper is going to be great. Um, and then to save some money, I went with uh, Pierce from Indy as my third wide, re- wide receiver. Um, he's forty six hundred, and he's going against Such the a good uh, deal this week. yeah, exactly. He's he's just a great deal because um, his opponent is a thirty first ranked defense, and uh, Matt Ryan's just chucking the ball up, and he's getting the yeah. ball. So yeah, he he's got a, a, a guaranteed floor and uh, could have a good ceiling if he gets some touchdowns. Now here's where the fun starts. Uh, well, actually, let me go to Flex first. Uh, Flex, I've got Saquon Barkley. Um, that's my like locks, my lock guy. Like I was choosing be- basically between him and Derrick Henry, and uh, Saquon is a little bit less expensive, which just let me get a couple things happen. Let let a couple things happen in the rest of the lineup. So that's why I went with him. Um, now it gets interesting. At tight end, at the dead minimum, we are going with Greg Dulcich. The uh, tight end from Denver. Oh, he, I didn't see him there. That yeah. that that was who I would have guessed. I didn't just didn't see his name. Yeah, yeah. Dulcich is twenty five hundred. Okay, so I would have figured them both out then. All right. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Earlier so, he he tested me. He was like, I've got a one tight end at twenty five hundred and one at twenty eight hundred. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. You did yep. say yeah. He gave me the exact numbers, and I just didn't see Dulcich at twenty five hundred. But yeah, excellent play this week. Yeah. The, yeah. So uh, I'm playing against a guy in Dynasty this week. His na- team's name is Orange Crush. <laughs> okay. His m- avatar is a Denver Broncos symbol, mm-hmm. the old one. Okay. Okay. Of and course. he's got no less than eight Broncos on his team. <laughs> okay. That's what I like to see. Uh huh. He dropped Albert Okwebenam this week. Wow. All right. Okay. So Dulcich is the man. And so, and, and, and for people who don't know, Dulcich was the 
number two tight end drafted this this yep. draft season. He was it was him and I have the guy that I have on my dynasty roster is Trey McBride for the Cardinals. Yep. They were the two tight end studs the in the draft season. So Dulcich and like Dulcich made a uh, he scored like a thirty five yard touchdown last week or something like that. It was a big play. Yep. It was a big play. He's got talent. They like him a lot. Um yeah, I, I I like him too. I think it's a great start. And for twenty five hundred, I mean, he's he's going to pay off. At the that only thing right that there. worries me is that Brett Rippin is starting. That's the only thing that, <laughs> me that worries me too. However, what I was going to and I didn't say this earlier when we were talking about it. Um, <clears throat> backup quarterbacks tend to have rapport with backup yeah. players because they yep. they run together during practice and that's what Dulcich has been exactly yep. so it is intriguing i yes. like it at $2500 i think that is a smash tournament play tournament yes <laughs> well, but, but this is this is cash I, that's, I, that's why this, this is cash because he saves me so much money that i can put all these other smash plays in there and get the guaranteed something off Dulcich. yes uh, my, my last pick is the the defense, uh, the New York Jets uh, versus Denver yeah. LA at twenty six hundred. Chalky, 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 chalky. Yeah, what what else can you do? All right, go ahead, beat that. Oh, oh, oh I will. I dare you. I do usually. Um, <laughs> well, according to yeah, he usually yeah. does. Well, no, hey, hey, Ray has the, has the, uh, the. I beat you usually. I didn't Ray say has the hold Ray. on this. Thank you very much. All right, go no, ahead. Nostradamus over here. <laughs> Nostradamus, I like that. All right, so this is our cash lineup, right? All right. Prove it. So uh, I am going to start off with at quarterback. $5,400. Whoa. Matt Ryan. Whoa. Leading the NFL in pass attempts. In cash, right? Playing against right. the worst pass defense in the NFL. All right. All right. Seems like an auto 25 to 30 points. At at 5,400, it's hard to argue. Yeah. Like, I hope the Falcons win that game. Yeah, so $5,400, the, the Titans have allowed 300 passing yards to four consecutive quarterbacks, including Matt Ryan. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, he, and he's got uh, his his stud back, Jonathan Taylor's back this week. So I think they're actually going to be a little even more deadly in okay. the pass game. So uh, I like him. Uh, at $8,200 on the other side, just to ensure that Matt Ryan has plenty of passing opportunities, I've got Derrick Henry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. At $6,500 to pair with him, I've got Josh Jacobs, which is just like the best running back start of the week. For sure. Like, I, I don't think you can make a cash lineup or a tournament lineup that doesn't oh, include Josh Matt Jacobs. Ryan's on the Colts now. Like, I crossed my wires. Um, there. <laughs> <laughs> I did that earlier. Uh, that's funny. Yeah, he did do that earlier. That's funny. I did. Um, so, yeah, I, I, Josh Jacobs being at $6,500, I just don't see how he's not in every single lineup. Every lineup, right? Turning lineups, that's a different story, but cash, you're totally Yeah, right. tournament lineup, you might gamble. You know, no, you might like... I think you, you have might, to Yeah, well, you, I mean, tournament lineups, you do different things. Exactly. So, in some of your lineups, you'll spend up on receiver and gamble on, on running back, and some lineups, you'll spend up on running back and gamble on receiver. Yep. You know? So, like... Let's not say that he goes in every lineup, but at sixty five hundred dollars, it's hard. Hard not, to leave him out. It of is cash hard lineup, not to yes. put him in. Yeah. Uh, at my receivers, I've got my favorite one of the weekend is Romeo Dobbs. 
Wow. He's, okay. He's $5,000. He's only $5,000. And uh, for what you need in a cash lineup, we're talking about you want to hit three to one. Um, mm-hmm. He, for $5,000. But that's saying he's going to hit 15 for, points. I, he's hit that three times this year already. And okay, so 50 50. And they're playing against the worst pass defense right. in football. Okay. Next, at uh, $6,400. Playing against another bottom five defense in <laughs> in football is T Higgins. Yeah, yeah. T Higgins is definitely uh, one of those chalk places. And then uh, to pair with with Matt Ryan, I've got Michael Pittman Jr. at seventy four hundred dollars. Okay. At tight end, I love Hayden Hurst this weekend. Wow. For thirty five hundred dollars um, against the Falcons, the Falcons have just been giving it up to every single tight end so far. Um, I, I think that Hayden Hurst is going to have a monster game. Um, so I saved some money there for $3,500 and then at my flex I'm going to go with Donovan Peoples-Jones <clears throat> wow he just produces based on like when he gets targets he produces and I think that the Browns are going to be behind so I think they're going to have to throw the ball and well you know I don't believe in Amari on the road <laughs> I've heard that. <laughs> so it tickles me that you have Amari and I have Donovan Peoples Jones in my yeah. in, in my cash lineup. That 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 that's Can great. we put that one on the board? We already did. No, no, I'm, no We no, we like, just did because no, if you I, lose no. it, you're gonna have to buy me dinner. Come on, let's do one more. Come on. <laughs> Come it. on. Stop I want to better get on that one. Knock, knock it off. All right. There's enough on the board. <laughs> and then <clears throat> at defense. How can I not pick the them? New York Jets? How can I no? How can I not pick the Packers? What? The Packers playing against Taylor Heineke and the inept Washington Commanders. How much were they? Thirty four hundred dollars. Okay, that's way too much. I spend up in cash. Yeah. For like on my defense, I always spend uh, like mm. in cash tournaments. I like to sp- in cash. So we've talked about this. The I, it, if you want to win a tournament, you have to go boom bust. Yep. Right. In cash, you want to go more floor plays. Like make a couple of strong plays. But you want to have strong floor plays. And I just don't see how the Packers don't score 10 plus points this week on defense. And my point like, is I, they don't need, I, they're not going to, I don't, I don't think that, I'm not saying they're going to score, but that Washington offense was bad with Carson Wentz. But here to, to me, um, you want to take the best cash play in the bottom 10. You know what I mean? Like you want to save money on defense. Especially in cash, because it, it, unless there's a reason not to, unless the you know the 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 slate makes it to where you know it's easy to save money and, mm-hmm. and get a good defense, great. But usually you're trying to save money. You're, you're you're trying to get this guy in and this guy in and this guy in. And to me, saving on defense is the best place to go because just defense is the hardest thing to predict. I like to save on defense and tight end usually. Me too. Unless every once in a while there's a really smash wide receiver play. Or running back play that's cheap, you know. Like yep. last week, anybody who had you know gotten in and jumped on Deion Jackson, for, for instance, you know. <laughs> All like, right, let's toot that horn one more no, time. No, 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 I don't. I, no, because I, I don't. How much money was he on DraftKings? <laughs> oh, uh, dirt cheap. I don't know yeah. how much he was. I, 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 I missed it. He was garbage. I, 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 I missed yeah, it. Was that was the, that, so. I, I I wish that I had. So when I saw Jonathan Taylor wasn't going to play last weekend. And I got all excited, and I went and ran and grabbed Deion Jackson. I didn't think about DFS at all 
until <laughs> Sunday afternoon, and I was like, dummy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Why didn't I do that? Duh. Yeah, but see, but so, so obvious. So yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. So so it when there's an obvious play like that, when a guy is going to get volume and he's just like obviously super undervalued, then you can make a play like that. Yeah. But otherwise, I, that's where I like to save. I like to save at tight end and I like to save on defense. Ditto. But but in but in these cash games, I, I will I always feel like there's a play that I can make um, that's maybe not like exactly the smash play that we just described but like um playing romeo dobbs at five thousand playing romeo dobbs at five thousand instead of playing say uh christian kirk or brandon cooks or alan lazard even at the six thousand dollar range allows me to spend up on a defense right and I and that's so I feel like if you can find if if you can find that value, like I, I like to do it in cash games. And I totally see what you're saying, but like in the example you just gave, I would have taken Cooks there and gone with gone with the, the Jets defense. defense. Yes. And yeah, see and I and I and I, I I just um I didn't believe strongly enough in that matchup. If the Jets were at home, I I would have been all over that. But they're not, and so and I just yeah. don't like to. I really don't like to gamble on defenses that aren't like bona fide top five defenses on the road. I don't. I just don't like to do it. But you're just not going to get those defenses cheap. Then that's the thing. In so, cash, right? Yeah. And, and in cash, you're not going to. Yeah. And, and in tournament, but that's what I'm saying. And in tournaments, I'll gamble. In, yeah. in turn, and so in my tournament lineup, you'll see that. All right. Sorry. All right. Ray, so, go ahead, buddy. Let's get to these questions real quick before I get to my lineup. Sure. Uh, Coming from YouTube, Chase, I think, is the first time he's ever asked us a question. What's up, Chase? What's up, dude? Full PPR, start to Monstert, Kenyon, Drake, Pickens. The the running backs. Yeah. 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 I love Pickens. And he's a Steelers fan. So he loves Pickens, too. Like, we're both big fans of Pickens. But Mostert and Drake, they're both. He's just too just, unpredictable right guaranteed. now. Both of the, like, both those two are guaranteed. Like you're, you're going to get mm-hmm. guaranteed points. Whereas Pickens is just such a hit or miss. Yep. Like yeah. maybe if you're like a big underdog I, and you're really shooting for the moon, go for Pickens there. But honestly, the I, I go gonna, for the, the other two. The Steelers are going to be down in that game. We expect. Are not. We, <laughs> I think most non-Steeler fan experts <laughs> would, ag- would agree that. The, the Steelers are going to be down in that game. They're going to have to throw the ball. But right now, he's still he like Deontay Johnson and Chase Claypool get a lot of work. He's not he he's not like you're you're not going to get a game out of out of Pickens like you did you know uh, DeAndre Hopkins on Thursday night. That's just that's not going to happen yet. That's you know we see that in his future. Until it does, that, that's the th- there's going to be one game where he blows up. But are you gonna, are you going to bet that this is the game that he blows nope. up? No, no, no. Nope. It's just too long a shot. And honestly, dude, I don't even think if like I still I think if he even has one of those games this year, which I think is unlikely because of the pieces. Mm. There's so many pieces around him. Disagree. Um, <laughs> I just don't see him getting the volume. I don't see them because Deontay is the guy they're going to give the volume to. He's open all like he, but not when when Pickett is the quarterback. Like Pickett, like oh, he, he loves he loves Pickens. There's the exactly. connection. There. I, I I agree. With, I do agree with that. 
But the thing is, and the, and, but and the hold on, hold on. Toward. But the play still has to be drawn up right. for Pickens. So, like twenty to twenty, he can in between the twenties. Kenny Pickett can, you know, run around in the pocket, and the play might not have been designed for Pickens, but he can find Pickens. Right when they get inside the twenty, and there's less margin for error. Those plays aren't going to be run for him this year. Totally agree. Those plays are going to be run for Claypool, yep. for Harris, and for Deontay Johnson, and maybe even Fryermuth. Bef- I f- believe all four of those guys before they're run for Pickens. And I just and like in the red zone, you don't have the same amount of like ability to just like find your guy. No, I agree. I agree. So I don't think it's this year. I, I don't I don't see that happening this year and like and even if he does have a big game this year I think it ends up being more like what we saw with Garrett Wilson where Garrett Wilson had his monster game against the Jets and then just kind of like yeah he still does things he still shows up and he still looks good when you see him make catches but he's not getting that number one volume I just don't see him getting number one volume. This I, year. I think we just spent five minutes of basically agreeing. So, <laughs> <laughs> so next question. <laughs> well, thanks, man. <laughs> From Super CNB, who is a returning YouTuber viewer. What's up, brother? Um, Damian Harris or Kenyon Drake? Drake. PPR. Drake. Drake. Okay. Yeah. So, Did I say Drake? Because I meant Drake. <laughs> yeah. Also, he just traded Mike Evans and Jerry Judy for Derrick Henry. What do you guys think? Oh, yeah. <laughs> congratulations, <laughs> sir. Yeah. Here, Ken and I are going to do a little fist bump for you. Like, congratulations, sir. <laughs> that was awesome. Well done. Yes. It's, Derek Henry is about to just maul people. Yep. Like, he, yeah. Yeah. He look, yeah. His time is coming. Yep. yep. I, I'm trying, I'm, like, I'm, I just asked somebody, in the, the guy who has him in Dynasty, because I feel like I have enough pieces now. Like, I could, you know, offer him, you know, I could overpay by giving up Zeke and like a first round draft pick and, and get Derrick Henry. And I want to. <laughs> if he'll do it. I mean, I, well, I mean, no, no, no. Well, the value says that um, according, all, according to all the trade charts, the value says that if you give up a mid round, a mid first round pick for uh, Derrick Henry, the trade charts are bullshit. You know, that. kind of, but they're, not they're, like they're kind of, but not really. Because, like, so here's the they thing. They put all hold this on, computer power. Pro- let me wait, add, wait, hold wait. on. Let me no, 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 no. Hold on. They put all this computer power behind Watson. This the supercomputer, and like he puts up trades on Yahoo, and I'm just like, what the, f- what the heck is this guy talking about? This, this is stupid. Like, there's no way I would do that. I so. gotta show you this trade. I got so I gotta show you this site that I I'm pretty sure. So the guy that um, started our dynasty league, um, we him and I were negotiating a trade, and I asked just flat out asked him if there was a site that he uses for, um, uh, trade rankings and stuff right. like that. Just like. And he's and so he gave it to me. Since he gave that to me, I've been making trades like crazy. <laughs> on, so I'm pretty sure that he's got everybody in the, in league, the league on that league on that, on that, on site. that site. I got to show it to you because it's hilarious. Oh like, my goodness! Yeah, I don't want to get too much into the weeds. On like we'll talk about it on the, on the way back. Like, like those people making the website should be listening to us. Is yeah. what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> but but thank but thank God that they exist because it's helping my dynasty. <laughs> um, so uh, yeah, where were we? I'm up. So I, 
Oh, Back to DraftKings. <laughs> That's what we're doing. I don't. I don't see any other questions. Okay. Oh, we were congratulating somebody over getting Derrick Henry. That's yes. that. That was the last thing yeah. that we did. That yeah. And you should like you should. Uh, Congrats. Have a drink, dude. <laughs> your chances at winning well a fantasy championship just increased dramatically. Yeah, and you guys, if we're all, you know, of course, I'm going to say it again. If you guys, if our information is helping you guys out previous week, please let us know how we did to help you guys out. Yeah, you can follow us on Facebook, on uh, on Instagram. Like you can follow pers- us personally. I'm Ken Against the Clock on Instagram. Uh, Mr. Goodbet on Twitter. Uh, you can listen to us on Spotify. You can watch us on YouTube, Twitch iTunes and iTunes. Yeah. So my DraftKings lineup. Here we go. This is your cash lineup. Yeah, it's the cash lineup. That's where we were. Cash lineup. uh, Tom Brady for my quarterback at sixty three hundred dollars. I felt like that was really, really good because I feel like he's going to be coming into this game very pissed. Oh, yeah. Um, As my first running back, um, Dylan from uh, Green Bay. Elliot from Dallas, Evans again with the, my wide receivers because again I think uh, Brady's coming to this game pissed off. Uh, Higgins from Cincinnati, uh, Pierce from Indianapolis, Indianapolis, and Kettle Kittle from San Francisco. I think they're going to be playing behind a lot, and they like uh, he's probably one of their most reliable players. Uh, again, uh, because Godwin was only 6,300 for Tampa Bay, and I feel like Brady's going to come in pissed. I picked him as my flex. And the Jets at the defense, because I don't expect to see very much from Denver. Mm-mm. So, you know, so I went that that route <clears throat> with my cash. What do you think, Ken? I liked it. Okay, so let's move on. I'll go ahead and snake this and move on to the tournament yeah. pick. Okay, so in talking with these two gentlemen, if the, you know you guys can call them gentlemen, I wouldn't call myself that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they say pick that game you think there's just going to be a lot of points thrown out there, right? And for some of the re- for some reason, San Francisco is just a big pain in my ass because I'm a Rams fan. So whenever I need them to lose, they just they seem to yeah. not lose. And they're going up against Kansas City, so I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. Did I lone wolf that one? I think I, yeah, I, I did. I did. You did lone wolf that one. I think you picked them. And, and and along the lines of what you're talking about right now, that's why I picked them because yeah. it just feel this just feels like one of those games that they win. <laughs> yes. And if you're going to win against Patrick Mahomes, you're going to put a lot of points up, right? Yeah. So I went. They're going to have to. Yeah. So I went up. I went with well because he, when as soon as you start scoring on him, he just turns the game around and just starts like throwing points out there. Yeah. You know, a few years ago was like Monday night football game. It was like over 100 points between the Rams and the. Yeah, that was one of my favorite games. 54, 51, right? Yeah, something like that. that, The final score, the overtime game. Jeez. That was me and uh, I I was still with my ex-wife at that time, and uh, um, the guy that I worked for. we had Friendsgiving that night, mm. that, and that was that was such a fun night. That was because it was just like we had so much food because we were doing because we were doing and Friendsgiving, over. and you know, and that football game that it was just I'll never forget that game. I think it was so so good, and, so good. And so if you, when you when you think about that 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 game the Rams won because the clock ran out, right? Yeah, like, like basically like why. that was the game just, you didn't want to see end. Like just, it was just it was so much fun. <laughs> they were gonna just keep throwing punches at each other. Yes. So I picked, and you know what was great about that game was there was good defense in that game too. 
in a 54-51 game, there was good de- there was good defense because some of the scores were defensive. Yeah, both teams scored on defense in that game. Yeah, it, it, it was a good game. It was a great game. That we're talking about that Buffalo Chief- Kansas City. No, we're talking about the Chiefs Rams game from 2018. Remember that one? Uh, wow, no. From 54- <laughs> 2018. 54-51. Oh no, I just, you don't remember nah. that? It was like in Mexico City or something. No, no, like that. no, no. no. Or was Mexico City no, got really canceled. Like- Mexico City got canceled, and they had to move it to the to to the Rams um, home game. I think that's what happened. Uh, anyway, so because of that, I'm gonna um, I'm gonna go heavy on San Francisco and pick up Garoppolo because of a 2018 game. No, I'm just kidding. We're kidding. Because I because San Francisco is a pain in my ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he missed the, he missed five minutes, so I just yeah, yeah. I took a chance to make a joke there. <laughs> and then uh, Ziki Elliott. I'm gonna pick him as my running back. Um, Pollard Ooh, also. Run Zeke twice. Oh, Zeke and Pollard. That's interesting. Yep, yep. And then I going back to San Francisco. Ayuk as my right receiver. Again, I feel like Tom Brady is gonna be pissed off, so I'm picking up Godwin and uh, Debo Samuel again with San Francisco <laughs> and Kittle again with San Francisco. Jesus. And, and yes. Yeah. I'm, I'm. I'm trying to win this tournament. I think this, this game is gonna be a high scoring game. Um, I agree that it is. And, I, I agree. And then uh, Kittle. Did I say Kittle? Yeah. Yes. So okay. So then I'm moving on to Dobbs with Green Bay against nice. Washington, and then uh, again with Jets for my defense on this game. Jets, I don't Jets, think Jets. Jets. I don't think Broncos are going to really do anything this week. I don't think the Broncos are going to do anything the rest of the year. So that is kinda, my I'm, tournament I'm lineup. Go ahead, Brian. What's okay. going on with you? All right. No, no, no. Hold on. We snaked. It's my turn. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're Go going back the other way. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> Save the best for last. There you go. So you want me to go last? <laughs> no, no. All right, all right. So, so that? uh, <laughs> that, it, that's what I heard. Anyway, um, so uh, for tournament lineup, I am also going to go with Tom Brady. I'm going to stack him with Mike Evans. At, for tournament, I went Garoppolo at 6,900. Uh, oh, sorry. Uh, and then, um, so I'm going to stack Brady with Mike Evans at wide receiver, and also I'm going to stack him with Cade Otten. Cotton, cotton. Let's start stacking with cotton. They like him a lot, and um, he hasn't produced monster points yet. But he's a rookie, and he's getting the targets. The important thing to me, um, and so if you're pl- if you're somebody who's playing fantasy football on Yahoo, or you're playing on ESPN, or even uh, I, I actually I don't play on CBS, so I don't want to speak for CBS. But if you're playing on ESPN or you're playing on Yahoo, you don't get access to all the numbers that you need. And I think the most important one is snap percentage. And he's up to 90% mm. in snaps. That's that's the important thing to me. So um, I think he's going to get, like, he's getting, Tom Brady's looking for him. He's getting looks. He had a shot in the end zone. There was a great play by, I'm not sure who the defender was, uh, the Pittsburgh defender. But it was a, it was a good throw. And uh, it looked like it was going to be a touchdown. Like, he was going to score last weekend. Um. So Brady looks for him, looks for him in the end zone. I like him. And Brate is out for a while. Cameron so. Brate is going to be out for a while. And Cameron Brate has never been, like, Cameron Brate has been with Tampa Bay for, like. He's there. He's been. He, he's a guy. He's, like, their third longest tenured player. Right. He, he's been there for, like, eight years now. He's a solid blocker. He can catch he's the ball. He's a okay. He's a solid, solid, solid football player. I like Cameron Brate a lot. He's not a weapon. Nope. He's not like not special. Not at, when he first came into the league, he was a weapon. He was kind of a weapon because that was where he like that was the only place he got work was in the red zone and he'd score a lot. 
if you remember. Like, right. Because no. for a while, for a while they, ago, yeah. they had O.J. Howard, but Bray would score all the touchdowns. Yep. I do know. Yes. <laughs> I, took, <laughs> I took O.J. in so, a couple of those so, leagues, so any, but, Anyway, yeah. he's out. Kate uh, Otten looks really good. $2,700. Super solid start for tournament. At running back, $8,300, we've got Austin Eckler. Um, Seattle has just been not good on on defense. Just not good at all. Um, I, Except the, last week. Yeah, I totally they weren't agree. good on defense. The Cardinals are just bad. <laughs> <laughs> and I think you're probably right there, too. But I'm just like, saying last the Cardinal, week. Like the Cardinals got DeAndre Hopkins back this week, and it showed on Thursday yeah. night. Because that like they threw him. The, I think he had 14 targets or something like that. It was ridiculous. And you – and it you could tell they had a number one receiver. They had a weapon back. And it's a little sad that I'm Hollywood Brown now. Exactly. I'm so sad Hollywood Brown is yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. It's, like, it's a bummer. for like eight weeks or six weeks or whatever. Like, it's a like, bummer for all their offensive weapons. Oh, my God. Like, this offense was about to take off. Agreed. Agreed. Like, and, I tr- and, uh, and it could be more I, obvious I after what Hopkins did on Thursday. Because yeah. that, that was the question. Was We wondered if Hopkins was going to come back and be able to be DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah. He played almost every snap. He caught 10 balls and scored 20 PPR fantasy points without scoring a touchdown. So, um, like, if, if they've had Hollywood Brown, too, you can just you can only kind of imagine exactly. like, what, what they might be able to do. Like, that, oh, my God. That being said, last week they didn't have him, and they were still that same offense, and they just weren't, they just weren't good. Like Hollywood Brown was putting up numbers, but they just weren't threatening. They weren't they not need two like, receivers. Is, is, is I don't, I don't think that the Saints defense is like we're we'd have to go through the like how many through the games and see who Arizona's played so far. But I think the Saints defense is up is like on the higher end of the defenses they played so far, and they were able to put points on the Saints because Hopkins was back. They have struggled, struggled, struggled to get first downs and to score points without Hopkins. No, Hopkins made, makes a huge difference yeah. here. There's no doubt. So, um, so yeah, anyway. <clears throat> we were talking about the Seattle defense. I got were kind we? of sidetracked. <laughs> yeah, that's how we, That's how that all happened, the Seattle defense. Anyway, Austin Eckler, $8,300. I got Tony Pollard at $5,700. He's uh, like, He just he gets enough touches. Uh, and the Lions are just bad enough on defense that I feel like this is one of those games where he'll have a really big play. Um, so for $5,700, he really only has to score in, in order for you to get your money back on in a tournament. Uh, Mike Evans at 6900 to stack with Tom Brady. I already mentioned that. Uh, at, also at wide receiver, $6,600. Got DK Metcalf. Yep. Um, we were talking about this earlier. Tyler Lockett is you know kind of hurt right now, so they're going to have to lean on DK a little more. For sure, and he gets, and now that teams are going to actually have to worry about their running attack with Ken Walker, uh-huh. um, maybe DK gets a little more space out front. Um, my next start is the one I'm the most like scared slash excited for, and that's DJ Moore at forty nine hundred dollars. I can see that. <sighs> they shipped out everybody else that they <laughs> give the ball to. Robbie Anderson's gone. Christian McCaffrey is gone. Mm. Who are you going to give the ball to? <laughs> Moore is going to get traded tomorrow morning. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. You know, but um, he's the only man left standing, and he was like he was already starting to get an uptick in targets. So I I, I can't imagine he gets less than ten targets, and I think that there's just better days ahead for DJ Moore. I do. 
I know. I just I believe that he's just too good. At uh, my tight end, I already mentioned I got K. Dotton at twenty seven hundred dollars. Cotton. And in my flex, I've got the guy that you just have to start every week, and that's Josh Reynolds at forty seven <laughs> at forty seven hundred dollars. At forty seven hundred dollars, he has made you like he he's been a worthy tournament start four times. Yeah, like the last three out of four weeks. Yes. Yeah. He's no, just he's, he's been good. He's just been good. And then I had money left over because I liked all my starts. So I actually spent up on my tournament defense this week. Wow. And I'm gonna start Tampa Bay against Carolina. <laughs> you went the opposite of me, but dude, I love it. Like I like your de- defense better than mine. I do. All right, and finish this off, Brian. All right. With the best lineup of the day. No, no. I am glad I'm going last because this is the boom or bust lineup. Oh, sweet. Here we go. Like, this sucker is either going to win or forget about it. (laughs) But listen to this. All right. We are starting with Davis Mills. Oh, God. (laughs) At quarterback. Okay. All right. I like it. (laughs) Going against the worst... The worst passing de- defense in the NFL, Las Vegas. Yep. So, like, that is a thing. Now, I admit, Davis Mills is not going to go off for 35-plus points. That's not going to happen. But what did he cost you? He cost me the dead minimum. $5,000? $5,000. Yeah, yeah, that's why so you So, if he, if he scores 25 15 points, points, he did fine. He did yeah. great. If he scores 20, 20 plus, points. 20-plus is where you, you're where you want. Awesome. Yes. If he scores 25, you're like, woohoo, I scored the and best it's really player of the week. It's not even that hard to score 25 exactly. in DraftKings because of the bonuses and stuff like and that. And against Las Vegas, yeah. which is the worst defense in the NFL, I don't hate against it. the pass. Don't hate it. Like I say, but you're starting Davis Mills. Are you starting Nico so Collins, though? Because no. like, I would love it more if you were starting nope. Nico Collins. No, it's all about Brandon Cooks. I know, but I know, but I Nico, love Brandon. But Cooks don't you feel week. like, yeah, but don't you feel like this is like one of those situations where Nico Collins could just score two touchdowns? I feel like it could be. Yes, like like he's one of my but, like if if I'm in the millionaire. Like what, the, so, tell me when you're putting this lineup together and you're like and you settled on Davis Mills as your quarterback, you had to be you had to think about it. And be like, this is like, I'm gonna feel so bad if Nico Collins scores twice on Sunday. Honestly, I, I put Brandon Cooks in and Jacobs on the other side and went, I'm done. Okay. <laughs> like, like, like that's what I wanted no, from no, this that's game. A, that's a good you know one. That's, I mean? a, that's good. That's so good. I, I went Mills and Cooks on one side, Jacobs on the other, and Adams, and, right? Uh, no, 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 okay, no, no. Mills and Cooks with with Jacobs Jacobs on okay. the other side. I think that's gonna be plenty points. And okay. then uh, there's one other game that I stacked here. Um. And that is... Double stacks are good in tournament, by the way. The Kansas City game. So, once again, I'm going Kansas City. So, you pick Kelsey. So, I uh, I took Kelsey as my flex. Ooh, okay. So, okay so, so, this is where you got Moreau. I've got Moreau as my tight end. So, that's just another stack. That's yes. a, that, that, that completes your stack against the, the Texans. And No, no. I've got Debo. No, but I mean... Against oh, the against Texans. Texans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a double so, stack. But but uh, on this other game, I'm going. And you get Debo uh, versus Kelsey. Debo, yeah, Debo I versus like this. Kelsey. I like this. This is this is saucy. Like it's it's a nice like if it hits. Yeah, this could do no, I like really it. No, this really is, well. This, this is, is really a top good. ten. Yeah. Yes, but if it misses, it this misses. is a banger. <laughs> I, yeah, no, yeah, this is one you throw in the trash or you remember it forever. Exactly. <laughs> so uh, wide receiver, I'm going Cooks. Of course, I just said that uh, Cooper like. I just, I, I, no, no, Cooper, Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper. Cooper Cup's on, on by. 
Yeah. Amari he Cooper might still score 10 just... points. That's, that's been my favorite joke this week of, of the talking heads is that is I'm still going to start Josh Allen because he's probably still good for 15 points on by. <laughs> At least better than like 15 other quarterbacks. You're right. But um, Cooper, Debo Samuel, and and Cooks are my receivers. I got Moreau as tight end. Kelsey is my flex. And the defense is? The lowest defense I could because that's the only defense I could fit in. I have Seattle. Oh, no. Versus the Chargers. That feels bad. It does feel bad. That feels but bad. I have no Chargers in this lineup. Uh-huh. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. if that actually pulls through... And Seahawks like and the do Chargers, well. you know, the Chargers have not been great exactly like, since the so since, like, if something weird goes ha- since something Justin weird happens, Herbert got hurt since Justin Herbert got hurt they have not been the same yeah so anyway uh, this is my like shoot for the moon lineup like this thing is either gonna win I love hit it top ten no, I, I love it or it's yeah. gonna lose yeah. but I, I I really like yeah. it so that's a really good lineup thank you brother thank you man yeah. Synergy, I love it. It's great. Synergy, Appreciate it. So much fun. So with that, we have no further questions. So Ken, do you want to slide us out of this with our plugs? All right, everybody. I think we've done this a couple of times, but you can find us on Twitch. You can find us on YouTube. You can find us on Facebook. And you can find us on iTunes. Or you can find me at Ken Against the Clock on Instagram or Mr. Goodbet on Twitter. You can find Ray at clouded jester everywhere and don't even look for brian because nope. like he still uses like did you bring your chisel uh, <laughs> i've got it in my wallet okay cool yeah a, a wallet <laughs> you've got a wallet it's not it's not a it, it's, for sure it's not a it's, it's not a knapsack i have a checkbook too <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I, I, i've heard of these <laughs> all right uh but if you have any hey, good questions like Send it to these guys. These guys will send it to yeah, me. Yeah, we all talk. We, definitely yeah, we like talk to each other all week long. In, so. so, yeah, we're, we're talking about stuff all week long. Um, but, yeah, other than that, you know, bye weeks are happening. Don't don't panic. Make solid decisions. And we hope you all crush it. Absolutely. 7 o'clock hour on Friday next week, you guys. We'll see you next we'll week, guys. You. Good all luck. Right. Love your questions, guys. Keep them coming. Love you guys. See you. Later.